Welcome back, everybody, to Strangers Rolling Dice. Tonight's gonna be a good one. I can feel it. Let's just jump right back in to where we left off last time. We are in this chamber in one of the top floors of Boulevardur. Bart Fudd entered this chamber first and came across this uh, cosmogony of cavorting gods around a sun in the floor. There's a beaded curtain, and behind it, as he pulls it back, he came face to face with himself, sitting on a throne. There was a scepter in this stone figure's hands. And Bart wrenches it away eventually. Starts to feel ill while holding it. And his vision swims and all of a sudden he is transported in a vision to another time before all of this befell Bulibadur in a time of prosperity. Something that you've never seen on your short and hard lives living on Kasur. His response, after coming back from this vision of what must have been Bulibadur's past, was to stab out at this creature, or whatever he assumes it is, that has assumed his visage on the throne, the desiccated flesh underneath the stucco-encased skin, cracking away, and you plunge the scepter into its body. As you do this, you see that it animates ever so slightly, only enough to reach out to a Bart standing over this thing with the scepter still inside its chest, and it reaches out and whispers, Go find the shrine. Find your family and friends, yes. Then, as it loses this frail quality to its voice, it says in a perfect Bart Fudd voice, Then our spirits may be whole, and they may show you the way further. My blood to your blood, my soul to your soul. And then the figure goes limp. And in a matter of moments before you, the visage of Bart Fudd fades from this thing. Underneath the cracked stucco is the withered husk of a doppelganger.
one of those shapeshifters. But it, it knew about Molly, or it knew something. It knew I was looking for my child. It's, it's able to read your thoughts, Bart. Certainly no way we could have been followed all this way here. Could there? I don't think so. Is that is that how that works, Crow? They can tell what I'm thinking. It's how they... Was I thinking about my shattered tooth? That's how it knew about my shattered tooth. I, I can't say how it... Uh, how exactly it works, but I know it... It has access to whatever's in that head of yours. Well, not much then, I guess, but... uh, Yeah. Just worry. Too tired to think about much else. Um, is there anything else in this room besides for this dead husk? And Bart will turn around and look to his companions and maybe start poking around. Poka poka. Uh... The scepter. Oh, that's true. The thing, I'm, the thing that I'm, I, I'll pull it out of its chest. Am I still feeling sick or no? Uh, you hold it and now you don't feel sick. All right. Let's, is it magic? Let's, is it magic? <laughs> uh, yes. Let's, is it magic? It is definitely magic. Can we do it together? Let's, is it magic together? Do you want to know what it does? Yeah, together. Okay, as you hold it, no check <laughs> no check necessary. You you hold it and you wonder, am I feeling sick? And a moment passes. Maybe the party starts to look around the room and really there's there's nothing in here. It's this was like a secret throne room? Question mark? What kind of throne room is secret? And then you do start to feel a little ill as a little bit of time passes, Bart. You feel like an itch on the back of your neck. And like your joints are getting stiff. Yeah. Can I make so can I make a insight check to try to figure out what the hell's happening to me? You can make an arcana check. Alright, I will give you that good old plus zero arcana check. Coming hot and heavy. Oof, that's Bam. seven. Mm. Seven, that's yeah. a lucky number. You, I think, say. start to feel a little bit overwhelmed. Like, you don't know what's happening to you. Does anyone else yeah. want to make an arcana check on this clearly magic effect that's happening here? Because it, it would look like to a magic user. Hey, look, that's and, some magic. And it's, like, visibly affecting Bart. Like, he doesn't... Yeah, like, let's elaborate on off. that. It's making him look off. He's sweating, and the luster of the metal is, like, in like 16k resolution it's too good looking right now yeah too good looking for bart i understand (laughs) bart can't afford this kind of a center yo this thing is too nice i'm poor (laughs) (laughs) so anyway it, it looks like an uncanny like uh Everything else is so old in here. How is it like so perfectly preserved and perfect? And you look yeah. at it and the etchings in it are just like immaculate. There's not a speck of dust on it. Yeah. Something's magic Good. about it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm examining it and uh, I rolled a 15 on an arcana check if that helps okay. at all. 
It definitely appears like Bart Fudd's skin right around his hand that's holding the scepter is starting to be coated in stucco. I will try to run over and knock it out of his hand. Do you resist, Bart? Uh, (laughs) Look at your hand! (laughs) I kind of scream. Slap it a bunch of times. (laughs) Yeah. You run over and you slap it one time. I think I think Bart like tries to like like reflexively like uh like turns around and like raises the stick at you, raises the scepter at you. There's Bilbo Baggins style. And tries to let it go. Can I let it go? You can let it go, but you have a moment where you're like, I'm mine. Oh. My sticky wiki. I'm not here to rob you, I'm here to help you. Yeah. And it clatters in slow motion. Clang, clung on the ground and within moments your hand starts to heal as you examine it Bart and you see the lines where it was like knitting a stucco paper mache mummification around you Bart Bart, are you okay? Cars goes over to check like you know steps right up and checks on him I think so Bart is like flexing his hand a little bit some dark curse or magic that afflicted that poor husk. Oh, I don't a, know. A cursed weapon, and I kind of look over <laughs> at cars. Like, are, are, are you going to grab it next? I don't know. Do I get a Do I get a bonus <laughs> if I have two curse? I'm twice cursed. Does, does getting cursed by one invalidate the other curse? <laughs> just get incredibly stoned, is what you get. Does uh, <laughs> Kind of game question. Does does Bart wear gloves normally? I do actually hair? have gloves of missile snaring, so Yeah, I was wondering if it was like the skin thing or not, you know? It's like it's like a uh it's almost like uh like rogue from X Men kind of thing. Like it's Yo. not it doesn't have to be skin on skin though. It's just like your your veins around where you were holding it were like turning black and your skin was like being covered magically in like a layer of stucco it's magic That's, um ridiculous it was encasing him kind i rolled of i rolled a 19 yeah. arcana check on it and i'm also just like oh. curious if like looking at bart in this light and in this room and stuff if like if it's cluing me into any random bits of information that i might have tucked away inside me yeah um you do not immediately feel Mm -hmm. like struck by anything about the um this place or the in inhabitant of this place the Mm -hmm. uh the person here you don't really know anything about them um which is puzzling in itself to you because you know a fair amount about this place um, and what it was for, um, specifically about like you know where <laughs> different facilities are within it, yeah. what the rooms were intended for, um, you know, basically sort of, of like, yeah, some some information remains intact. Yeah. This is not familiar to you. A, this chamber was never on any of your internal maps, for and sure. B, the magic here is not something that, with all the varieties of magics that you are familiar with. It's not something that you have encountered much. Um, 
you have seen one thing that I can give you here. Mm. Specifically, the magic of the scepter is something that you have seen employed in the chambers below to... You're not sure, though, is it to turn a figure of stone into a undead monstrosity, or is it to encase a undead monstrosity in stone, or is it to encase a living being in stone and then they become an undead monstrosity? Uh, or is it maybe all three? You don't really yeah. know, but it's that kind of magic. Um, and let's think back for a second, just game speak here. Like, this is the same magic that was involved when you guys had those little figurines on the floor in the first room of this dungeon. Um, it's the same thing as when Crow fought the zombies uh, in the episode entitled Tree's Murder Zone um, <laughs> in the hallway. It's the same thing as uh, multiple things. There's Also, you have to wonder, where did those zombies come from, from the past? And what about all those smashed terracotta statues? Um, there's a lot of questions you might have yeah. about it, but those are the answers I can give you. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think Sparks' uh, eyebrows are just kind of furrowed as they're looking at Bart curiously and Crow taking the scepter. Is the scepter on the ground now? It's Is... on the ground. Okay. It's just... Um, I think I uh, put my hand out and a little bit of uh, sparks emerge from like my neck area and uh, a little spectral form of my hand gets pushed out as I cast Mage Hand and pick up mm -hmm. the scepter and hold it in front of everyone as we all just stand around it and examine it. And um, okay. I say, uh, this, uh, this thing seems... It's like you guys found me in uh, the encased stone and this uh can turn people into stone kind of or things it, back into stone or from stone it's it's uh got some powerful magic in it as you can see as i look over at bart <laughs> yes but um unless you plan on just keeping that spectral hand following us how are you going to carry it even though you are made of metal, I don't think that you would be immune to its properties, but maybe you could try. Oh, I'm carrying it? Well, I'm not going to carry it. <laughs> what good are these powerful magics if they just turn on us? I, I say we destroy it or leave it behind. Well, we do only know that we had a Bart statue and it affected Bart. Do we know that it affects anybody else? Here, let me hold it for a second. Just knock it out of my hands and it starts to get weird. <laughs> and I'll kind of hold out my hand like, <laughs> do the foolish thing. And hand yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I throw my eyebrows and more and slowly move the scepter towards Crow. Kind of hold and, my breath and look and around look, at everyone. And look away, kind of like, you know, <laughs> like how, how you don't want to watch them give you the shot at the doctor's office. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you reach and, out? Yeah, reach out and I grab it. Okay. I'm going to prepare an action to pull it out of her hands, though. Okay. It it takes a minute. Like, it takes, it takes actually, precisely 30 seconds. And it took five rounds to affect me. Everybody. Yeah, it took you five rounds. And if you, uh, if you, yeah, if you wait for a minute and you feel that itch on the back of your neck 
and mm-hmm. your legs start to feel a little bit like made of lead and your joints are get stiff and you start to feel weird. I chuck that thing away from me. Clang, 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 clang. <laughs> no slow motion. It just like clangs into the corner. Yeah, and I check myself over to make sure that it's hopefully going away. Matter of minutes, it dissipates. Like you guys are spending a couple of minutes investigating all this in here, and it seems like it's a kind of time-based thing. Like if you were to continue holding this, you would probably become petrified. Hmm. So we have to. How can we use this to our advantage? Let's trick someone else that we don't don't like into holding it. Yeah. You could continue to experiment with this. I am a thousand percent here for this. This is what I love about D&D. So let's like wrap it up in something and see if it affects us. Like if it's just in your bag, if it's in Cars' bag, Cars is good at carrying cursed things around. I'm not holding that thing. (laughs) It's not going in my bag. You should destroy it. Uh, Here, this this is possibly useful, I think. If nothing else, someone back at the city would be interested in learning more about it. So okay. let's, let's find something. I don't um, think I have like a piece of cloth or anything necessarily. Okay. But uh, I'm sure we could find something amongst us. You just find something in your inventory and describe to me what you do, and I will tell you what happens. I have a sack. Yeah. I also okay. have a hat. <laughs> we'll have Put a it hat. in my hat. <laughs> Bart, may I hold your sack? <laughs> What? You excuse me? Oh, yes, sure. Here you go. Okay. I'll try to, like, pick it up with the, with the sack. and. Yeah, in your hand, it, it feels a little, a little itchy. But then I think we see you drop it into the sack. And you hold the sack. Yeah. I kind of, you know... Nothing seems to happen to your hands. Okay. I will slip it into my bag. Game speak-wise... When wielding this item, that's what happens. If you are holding it in your hand, that is what happens. And it's not like attuning to it consciously. It just does it. No, it just starts happening to you as you hold it. And I'm not going to be an idiot and a jerk and mean that holding it counts as holding it on your person. Yeah. More of an intentional wielding, yeah. Yes, wielding it. So. To me, this is much more fun also to let you guys have it. So I'm not calling this on the item sheet scepter of tricking people into holding this. Oh, <laughs> what, what is the uh, weight on it so I can keep track? Uh, it is three close. pounds. Okay. <laughs> Got to be honest with the weight here. So. Oh, yeah. It's like a fucking that. gold scepter. Like It's, yeah. it's not, not huge. You know, It's like holdable in one hand. So what you do is you, you sell it to someone, and then you come back later at night, and you just smash up you the statue. Take their whole. <laughs> That's horrible. I think it's a it's a, it's a good use of resources. Uh, super great. glue it to their hand. I mean, yeah. So okay. There you go. So here you are, in this room, gods a leaping around a sun. There is a doppelganger, husk. Behind a beaded curtain that has a big stab wound in his chest, you are in a chamber with two doors, one here and one here. And you know what? Bart, your snake slithers over to the other side of the room and just like starts to flick its tongue at you like, and it says, now, what? 
will continue to move, Rapsu, don't worry. This looks like maybe it's another secret door or something, and Bart will go over here and start feeling the wall. Okay, it, there's a protrudence, uh, pr protuberance? I don't fucking know, I don't speak English. Uh, there's a, <laughs> there's a thing that protrudes from the wall, <laughs> and you can touch it, and it <laughs> pushes the stone back, and you can go right out into the hallway. Alright, Bart is gonna turn back to his companions and be like, there's a way forward. We should keep moving. I can almost swear I smell fresh air. I will so remind close. you that there is a hatch in the ceiling as well. And then Bart will wave to Absu to come pick him up on Absu's head. And we'll continue down the corridor with the intention. Well, 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 well. Why have you done this to my boy? You've mutilated my boy. <laughs> he stretches. I've abandoned my son. Um, <laughs> does the does the uh, hatch like? Is there a little you know light outline above it or anything? Do you wanna do you wanna come out and take a look at that old hatch, Roo? We're gonna we're gonna open this hatch and guess what? Hurley is gonna be up there. <laughs> Four, Confirmed. eight, boycott the game. JJ Abrams is involved, and there's an, an aerial view of oh a God. man laying in the reeds by a beach and I, there's a dog and we realized that nothing we did had any significance had any meaning or significance. at all and there were no stakes uh, at all at i point. promise one thing i'm gonna <laughs> promise a lot but i promise i will not end this the way they ended lost wow okay i'm gonna hold you to I that i won't do it i, I won't do it Stepping over the lowest possible bar there, but I appreciate it. All right, well, <laughs> I will. I gladly will do it, and I want it to be known that I that I love Lost. I don't love the ending. I don't, I don't love you're, it. You are a sensible person. Yeah. Okay. So uh, moving right along here, Crow, you are you going out there and checking out this hatch? Uh, I might be a little confused on the geography of the room. So in the northwest yeah. is where Bart is moving down a hall, right? Yeah, so there's a, a hall that connects. So, like, you guys were moving through a hallway. You came into a room that widened, and I said, there's a hatch in the ceiling, as well right. as there's, like, rungs of a ladder that kind of runs up to the ceiling in that room. And along, like, monkey bars, remember? All the way down the hallway. Okay. You guys found a secret door and then went into this room. Gotcha. So the hatch is kind of back on the main path. So the main speak. path. Gotcha. I was yes. thinking the hatch was in this room. That's why no. I was No, that was a good assumption, but if you look, there's a little bit of a discoloration here, actually, um, on the map. Because of the oh. awesome dynamic vision mm -hmm. brought to us well, by Well, then Wolf that's Wolf. why I ask again, what does Crow do? Uh, I, in that case, I will just follow along behind Bart if we're headed that, that direction. Got it. Okay, that's, that's fair enough. Any other people doing any other actions? Is there anything of interest on the husk? Just one final check, or was really the you? Um... You check his loot, and it's like it's a stone statue that has like a husk that was broken open, and on the inside is the withered, milky husk of a body of a what you know because you helped Crow fight and kill one. It's a fucking doppelganger. Looks like kind of alien. Mm, there's no okay. there's no features on the face. That's one big horrifying thing of doppelgangers is that. They're like, their arms and legs are a little bit too long. Their heads are featureless, and they're kind of gross looking. All right, that's that 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 confirms it for Cars. He's gonna turn back towards Spark and kind of motion for them to follow along. At the same time, grum like grumbling out loud, almost kind of 
directly to Spark just because there's no one else around. Just uh, really about Crow. Just I can't believe that she casts one one cursed weapon she casts into the flames, and the other she decides as a souvenir to take along. <laughs> that makes no sense. We should, That's we should fair. Cursed weapons. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Just follows on behind. Uh, cool. I, I think um, I don't know if we covered it last time. Um, forgive me if I'm beating a dead horse, but mm. I'm curious about like the uh, the gods in here and if Spark recognizes them. Yeah, yeah. We or if they're if they're from like a time before or after me. They seem. Yeah, um, give me one second here. Anyway. Um, so, hold on, I'm actually going to pull I'm out a piece of paper again here really quick. Put um, together the mystery that is where, when I yeah. came from, I when guess. When you came from. Yeah, hold on, like, give me one second. I literally have this piece of paper right here. I just need to cool, pull it. appreciate it. We briefly covered it, but I'm happy to go into more detail. I thought you did. I just wasn't sure yeah. if, Sp like, what sparked yeah, yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, um, here's what you know about the gods, because I don't think that you asked that many questions about it. We talked about them in the frame of reference of the modern deities of Kasur. Um, and I mentioned that there's no Clovis on here. Clovidy being the dominant religion of the humans. Um, but would I even know that? You, that's that's what we were talking about. Like, so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm referencing, that's like the frame of reference we were coming at it from. Right. Is there's no Clovis. There's uh, maybe a, a pair of gods, a life and death god that could be uh, analyzed through the framework of Rhea and Length, the elven gods of life and death. Um, I mentioned that there's definitely no Olacral, one of the dwarven deities. Um, it's it's foreign to Bart, it's foreign to Crow, and it's foreign to Karzalek, but I did not give you any information on Ooh. is it foreign to Spark? And here's the info. Yeah. Cool. One goddess you recognize based on her coat of many flowers um, and the honey drop that seems to be falling from her lips, even though she is, in this depiction, a frog. Um, you know that she has many incarnations, and her name is, let's see if I get the pronunciation right, Yelisabella. I'll put it in chat. Very That's beautiful. Pretty name. Yes. And I remember that name. You remember this. Wow. And she is the goddess of merriment, flowers, and liquor. Merriment, flowers, and liquor? Yeah, merriment, <laughs> flowers, and liquor. Um, things. You know that... There was a time when this new goddess uh, emerged onto the world that she was worshipped jubilantly by the many peoples of your world. Hmm. Awesome. His world. Ooh. Yes. So there's two more that you recognize on here. One of them is known as... Deepak. 
Deepak is the god of treachery and the sea. And this sort of comes back to you in this moment that another of the new gods, and you make the distinction between the new and the old gods, another one of the new gods really shaped the world that you remember. There were tumultuous, cataclysmic events having to do with the sea during the time that you can remember fragments of. Mm -hmm. Thirdly, there's a god that seems centrally placed around the sun. Its motifs kind of echo the sun itself, like it's another star. And you know of it as many different names. The Astral Father, the Astral Mother, the Astral One, the One. So I don't have a name. I don't have a name for that one. Like an that's name. that's what you know of it. The okay, Astral Father, the Astral Mother, the Astral, yeah, the Astral Parent, um, the you know, Creator, the Creator, the um, cool, the One. Very cool. Um, I think uh, I think Spark is just kind of standing there, slack jawed, kind of uh, barking a little bit more uh, frequently for a second as uh, these things are running through their head, and I think some of it is surfacing as they haven't thought about it in a long time because yeah, uh, or they haven't been able to access it. You mean you haven't been hanging out exactly with people that are practicing these religions anytime recently? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and then, um, and then I think as Cars is leaving, I just follow him. I guess if that's what he's doing. Okay. So marching order down this hallway, then, um, or are we just gonna go back into the hallway? Like, what's the what's the idea here? Che, are you like trying to go around this corner? Yeah, I can't you... go through that wall. It is. Oh, you can't wide. go through the wall. Yeah. Ah, uh, I fix, I fix. Let me go, please. I fix. Oh, my snack is so big. <laughs> I'm gonna go around the corner. Okay. <laughs> so you going around the corner. But can you make the state graphic bend in 90? Yes, snack, please bend, please. I snack, can please. go like this. Is that oh, better? Is that no. good? Is that breaking your immersion now? Yeah. It's just a game we're playing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I thought oh, I was no. really... No. This is so problematic. I quit. Is that helpful? Is it helpful to imagine the snake like that? <laughs> snake rocket to the stars. Snake rocket. So, okay. Uh, Talk to me about what this looks like, you guys. Take the lead here. I can tell I'm... you what the situation is. This is the situation you're in. What happens next? Bart is going down the hall, being snake charmed, carried by cool. Absu the big snake. I'm going so to there's continue a big moving. trailing snake tail behind you that takes up most of the hallway, and then behind that, walk, my friends. I think Spark is trying to go last, um, and is bringing up the rear. And yeah, I was kind of hanging with Spark last time we were traveling. I think. Um, okay. just to, you know, I'll, uh, I'll send cars sure up ahead. Yeah, just make sure that Spark gets the proper... Move your tokens up. Proper context as needed. Yeah. Right. Just gives Crow 
just a just a glad like just a, he's just a little bewildered that crow would take a cursed item that when just you know hours <laughs> before one of them straight up almost led to the death of bart yeah, yeah bart and totally yeah. like made cars like do a 180 on dap like well i mean here's the thing like some people can handle their cursed items and some can't. wow wow so we're just gonna see we'll see what okay. happens here okay okay so you guys are in this hallway bart you're 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 moving up bonk it it curves again there's another corner move up to the I'm corner going. okay let me tell you what you see when you get to that corner gotta find it show me the corner i show you this corner show it to me now okay wow Okay. Before you is a foyer, 10 feet wide, 20 feet long. A narrow hall connects with this area on the south side. That's what you're in. And on the north end, a five foot wide staircase leads up. It is noticeably, um, as you you know, peek around the corner and look into this room. You see there's like a room you could go into. I'm Two going, squares Snake wide, is following. Right? And there's Snake. a portcullis and a wheel. Yeah. Okay, so giving you the description, you are up there. Everyone is where they want to be on the map. Yes. I think there's a, mostly the thing is that there's a giant snake filling yeah. up most of the hallway, so we're waiting for the giant yeah, the snake. The snake, the snake I don't have control of the snake, so assume good. the snake is with my token while I'm doing this because it's just going to follow me. Yeah, but also remember the rules here dictate that, you know, I have leeway as a DM to give you guys permission to squeeze the snake through certain areas. This is a five foot wide passage, right? So in fiction, it's a long trailing snake tail, right? So you cannot all be on top of it and not have any mechanical thing happen so just be realistic here as much as we can be in this fantastical adventure che hold on before you move again i want you to tell me here like everyone make sure you, your tokens are in this hallway where you want to be oh, and i want you to tell me anyways. right yeah everyone get where you want to be in this marching order and then i want to like order of operations here tell me what you do i think as we leave the room in the um i like uh whisper in over crow to bar or to cars like uh did uh i'm not i don't understand you so you want cursed items or we have to just be careful with them um the one that uh repaired itself somehow and is taking control of cars it obviously was very dangerous (laughs) this one at least we have a chance of keeping it from harming us it, it seems as long as we don't hold it we're fine and it could be useful it could be valuable it'd be silly just to throw it away it's, it's harmless just as far as we know but that thing turns on us in some other way well done if we got rid of everything that turned on us cars i don't think you'd be here with us right now I'm I'm going to try to turn the wheel. I think it's going to open the door okay. up here. On that note, so a wheel is set horizontally half into the wall in the southwest corner. If you've seen Lost, you might know what I'm talking about. Um, I was about to say, you just promised us not Lost, and then you put Yeah, but I turn. didn't write this. <laughs> I didn't write this part. So... <laughs> <laughs> this, and this, the lost conversation just came up organically. So uh, 
This wheel appears to be a crank of some sort. Above the wheel, a bronze lever is set in the wall, angled downward. Like you could flip the lever up across the chamber. There is a portcullis. So you want to move in and turn the wheel is what you're saying you want to do? Yep, I'm moving in. I'm telling Absu to go to the right to get out of the way so everybody else can uh, start filing in. And while people are starting to file in, Bart will attempt to turn the wheel. Okay, you attempt to turn the wheel and you order your snake into the room. Yeah, to the right. I want snake to the right. over here. Snake basically. moves to the right. Wow, so beautiful. Womp, I fix. Womp. Beautiful. Now he's real and a snake again. Okay, and then you move to a square where you can turn the wheel. That would be actually, I want you to move onto the square with the wheel. It doesn't perfectly illustrate it. That's where you're supposed to be. Okay. Okay. You grab the wheel and you push as hard as you can. Nothing. You pull as hard as you can. Nothing. It will not budge. Maybe when Karzalek is walking by that car's help i cannot turn it okay so cars like moves up down the hall yep i'll follow as well lend his buddy bart who he would never in his right mind try to harm (laughs) i am watching to see if he's trying to harm bart (laughs) maybe 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 there's a moment when like uh Cars like slips a little bit, like getting a grip. And, like you jerk towards me, and Bart goes. Like, ah. <laughs> okay, so you have cars like help you try to turn the wheel. Yes. Okay, you push on the wheel, and two of you heave, and nothing, and you pull on it, and nothing. And you look around, and I mean, like it's probably it's it's because the lever's not engaged. There might be some sort of lock on. If we wait oh. 108 minutes, we should be able to move on that. Sorry. Last, last lost reference. Last lost reference. Bart will start investigating around the base to see if there's like some sort of locking mechanism and will also turn to Crow. When it Crow, do you see anything? It's, it's not turning. It feels almost like it's not engaged properly or something. Maybe we need to push um, it into yeah. place. Or... I'll investigate it and look for like something more mechanical lockish it, it really looks like the gear works like go into the wall and the lever is positioned in a way where it could easily just have like a deadbolt that prevents the wheel from turning unless you flip this lever can i see all this are you in the room here too um yeah i've uh, followed behind crow so sure. yeah then yeah you can see this as well you're in the hallway right there so you guys all want to stand in that room and try to flip the lever? Or what do you want to do here? <laughs> Are we trying to open I'm, that, guys? I'm just trying to ask a, what you want to do. There's a very specific yeah, ask them. there, my, my DM guy. I told you that <laughs> you won't be able to turn the wheel unless you flip the lever. Uh-huh. Okay. I, <laughs> That's how it Crow, works. Crow would like to take a little time and just examine the wheel and the portcullis for any kind of trap, you know, and the so, trap for gas to come out of. And, and, and what you're saying, Ben, again, is that there is a lever next to this wheel. There's a lever. I'll draw the lever. So the lever is right here. Okay. You have to pull that lever up, push it up, and then you could turn the wheel, it seems like. Let's do it. 
Oh, maybe take a look just to make sure first. Sounds good. Seems too okay. easy. Do you want to, like, perception check or investigate yeah. here? Yeah. Investigate, like? I think. I think, I think it's yeah, probably investigate. That's, that's more active, right? Yeah, yeah, you're investigating so it. So even though it's five lower, I'm rolling that one. Okay, wow. it's um, six. I rolled a six. Yeah. Um, it's safe, I everybody. mean, it, it doesn't... Hold that it, lever! It, it, it does not look to you like there is anything beyond this deadbolt mechanism. Um, in fact, your understanding of engineering at this moment, you're having a hard time kind of grokking the whole mechanism, like what it does. You look yeah. over at the portcullis on the other side of the room and you're like, that's really far away. Like, are we turning this to raise this? Why is that here? Huh? I'll say I don't see any traps, but historically that means there is a trap. And then I'll, <laughs> uh, I'll back up into the hallway and say, let her rip. Bart will look to Kari's leg. But we'll pull it if nobody else is going to pull it. Kari's just oh, just pulling it? Hell oh, yeah, we're pulling it. We is that what we've been waiting for? <laughs> yeah, yes, I think so. Kari's will put his hands on the wheel and just look at Bart like, let's just, let's just get All this right. over with. I should try to take it apart if we're worried about it, but you can try pulling it. Pull the lever. But clank. Bart will pull the lever. You pull the lever. Good Now what? Bart, car spins the wheel. Karzalek spins the wheel. All right, so to spin the wheel, Karzalek, you'll need to be in this square here. Oh, to okay. Be like, it's like in the wall. You like stand close to it, push the wheel really hard. But now it turns. <gasps> okay. Excellent. So it starts to turn, it starts to turn, and you hear Karzlek straining, but he's doing it. He's definitely doing it. And the portcullis starts to raise up. Chunk, 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 chunk. And all of a sudden, the floor gives way. <laughs> right here, actually, it gives way. Um, except for a thin, thin rail that runs along the middle of the pit. As Bart, let me just make sure I have this right here, because you are standing in the room next to the lever. You ain't, you ain't wrong. You, as this pit opens up underneath you, you need to make a... Where the fuck is it? Maybe there's just no save. I need to make a fall. You need to just make a fall into a pit, maybe. <laughs> Hold on, I'm reading this. Let me just read this really quickly here. That's pretty funny there, bud. But square pit. At the bottom, yeah, so you start to fall, and at the bottom of this pit, you can see a pale shimmer of bones. Um, Karzalek, you find yourself shimmying up against the wall, holding onto the wheel now, as you are standing on a one-foot-wide ledge along the western edge of the pit, which is only there for someone to stand at the wheel. There is a six-inch-wide footbridge of polished marble that spans the center of the pit from 
the hallway, seemingly across the room. Your snake also falls, landing in the middle with on this boom, <laughs> this little like railing. That it has on. Uh, okay. Let me see here. How deep is this pit? It's twelve eighty feet deep. Uh, let's look up falling damage rules here. One d six per ten. One d six per ten. All right. No. You take. That sounds like four or five. Yeah. You take 14 points of falling damage as Ow. you fall 30 feet into a pile of bones and a rough hewn stone floor. Ka-smack. Oh. Ouch. Um. Let me make sure that I have everything right here. Yep. You're not in initiative. What do you do? But, but are you are you okay? I am fine. I just um, slipped. Trapped it was. Um, Cars glares the car. I thought you said this was safe. I specifically said it was not safe. You All should right. oh, oh, do as the rogue does, not as the rogue says. Anyways, Karzalek, she left the room. We should have left the room. <laughs> I, 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 You're no, down I, in a pit during this conversation, too. Just, <laughs> you're, like, shouting think, up. Should we help him up, maybe, before we argue about this? No, we're chilling. Does anyone have rope? Cars is checking his belt. He hasn't anything. I've got a rope. Do you see anything else down there besides besides bones? I toss the rope down. You throw the whole rope down, not not touch anything else. I toss the rope down. You toss the rope down, and and do you look the, for loot down here? Uh, let's. I'll give a brief like I'm melting. I'm thinking about loot, but I'll look around, like mm -hmm. do a little gander, see like if you know you died down here. Sure. Uh, yeah, they're definitely like bodies of adventurers. They're like human bodies. You see a halfling body. There's definitely some elves, uh, maybe an orc. And you find a flask of water. Seems like as you open it and you grabbing the rope and climbing out, this water's clearly spoiled, but there's a flask. Um, there's written directions uh, in a slip of paper st stuck to this, this, uh, this flask here written directions to a nearby city, uh, the name of which you have never heard of before. Uh, it's it's called uh, Malfa, M-A-L-F-A. Okay. Um, there's a couple of buttons from, uh, from a nice coat that you, you could sell for one copper a piece. Wow. Uh, amazing <laughs> loot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there is a, a fragments of a shattered sword. And let's see here. That's the fun part for you, probably. You find a pouch with uh, 10 gold and two electrum. Whoa. OMG. Holy electrum. 
baby. Everything else seems to be like decayed and moldered, and this pit down here is a little wet. Ooh. All right, well, I mean, Bart's gonna get himself pulled out and or climb out. You climb yeah. out. I'm not gonna make you roll a DC five climb check to get out of there because that's not entertaining. <laughs> um, You're not in initiative order right now, so Perfect. there's no point. Is the portcullis open now at this point, though? Uh, if Karzlet continues to turn and continues to turn, then yes, it opens. My, my snake is, like, just hanging over this bar in the middle now. Uh, yeah, yeah. it sort of, like, <laughs> coiled itself around <laughs> the bar, image. and it's looking at you like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I was imagining it was, like, a big, like pasta noodle on the drying rack just kind of like that's, that's what it was at first it's sort of flopping around ragdoll physics for a second and then it was like okay i'm a snake i mean come on uh, bart, bart, bart will speak to abzu and be like abzu extend your tail back here and then go for the portcullis with your head i will do that with you want me to elongate myself across this whole chamber we, uh, as far as you can go we cannot reach it without uh... I think I can't quite do the whole chamber what only with the these? tip 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 of my tail all right what is that like a five-foot jump <laughs> like That's what are you fine. asking me to do right now like I am a snake we must bridge a gap and you are a a pretty reasonable bridge. Why don't you just climb? And it like swirls around the marble uh, center causeway. Like, there's plenty of space for your little feet. How wide is the little six, bar? It's six inches wide. Oh, so it's just like balance, 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 balance. It's like balance, 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 balance. Or figure out another way, but the snake is telling you it is not long enough to, with the meaty parts of its body, span this whole thing here for you. It's right. it's a 20 foot or more span here. That's a big snake, but it's not not that big. Uh, I mean, just tie you yourselves off and go one on by one. Him. I mean, you could do that. Anybody have a better idea? And cars like you're just holding it open with the wheel. Oh, so if if, if cars were to like, is this thing like, if you were to let go, would it? Yeah, you let go ever so slightly. You you stop applying force, and it starts to chunk, 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 closed. Huh. Okay. So you re remain there on the one foot wide ledge, holding the wheel over the pit. Um. Can. Okay, if that's maybe what... pulling the lever locks it open now that we've turned it. Oh, not a bad idea. Could, can cars reach that? Can cars reach the lever? While I feel like you have to use all of your strength and both of your hands to hold this thing. Someone else would have to do the lever. Okay. Um, second, uh, cars has like a spare hand axe on him. Is there any way he could like stick that through one of the spokes of the wheel and like wedge it? Or do you try that? Oh yeah, I, I sure Good thing. Idea. Cars will try to like, like lock, wedge it with a hand axe through the spoke. Okay, you wedge your hand axe in there, and then do you let go of the wheel? Yes. Like fully? 
No. He, he lets go of a pine. <laughs> he, he, uh, he, uh, let's go of a pine pressure to the wheel to see if. And uh, you, you let go, and it like starts to dimple the side of the wood handle on your axe with the force of this thing, and you're like, "Wow, I must be really strong." But <laughs> this is going to crush this axe if I, if I let all the pressure go on it. Okay, he'll re he'll he'll stop that, reapply physical force in. Maybe a different material, uh, but a wood axe handle, not gonna cut it. Okay. Is there any reason we can't open the lever or close the lever? Is it does someone like to try to do the lever? Um, if I could, I would. Um, if Just I see what's going on and nobody and else try to do that. Would mage hand work on the lever? You think? I was gonna say yeah, I would try my mage hand first. You can absolutely use mage hand on the lever. And kachunk, as Bart dusts himself off and is up there, you kachunk the lever. Now, when you test it and you let go, it um, doesn't seem to go anywhere. It just stays right there. Awesome. Making the dream work. Nice work. Okay, now we just have to get across. We can just kind of crawl, you know, and hold, hug it, inch, inch along, just to be safe. I'm tired of not being safe. <laughs> Is Let's there anything go. in the ceiling that I could throw the or use the mage hand to attach the grappling hook so we could like, uh, cowabunga Indiana Jones this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Here's what I think is fun here, okay? Hear me out, you guys. I love doing mechanics to, to determine what happens here. I would love to see all of you figure out a, a crafty way to do this. I'd love to see you all do dice rolls one at a time to walk across and roll the dice and see what happens. I think you guys should just discuss amongst yourselves right now. What do you want this scene as a party to look like here? Yeah. Us, I don't know, like tying ourselves to each other and clinging to this six inch wide thing and slowly worming our way across, following the snake. Helping each other along the yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Okay. looks at it with much trepidation, but I think he looks at the rest of the guys like, I, I don't think we have, I don't think we have any options. We just find a way across this. Point of fact, you have one other option. There's a hatch. I hate leaving an unexplored direction, you know? Should we check that out before we go any further in this? Um, the, the little, the windy steps beyond the portcullis, those are going up? They're going up. Okay. We can, we can go look, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, there might be, there might be an easier way out. How high again is it to the hatch? The room with the hatch. Let's see here. Oh, are we not talking about the hatch right in front of us? No, so that is a portcullis. Um, okay. We're talking about back in the room behind where you guys found the secret doors to the doppelganger chamber. 
Um, there was a, I'll read the description of that room back there so you can just get a clear picture of it again. This five foot diameter passage is dry and dusty, but unlike most of the ruins you have traversed, there are clear signs in the, the, in the detritus that many webbed feet have trodden these halls. Near the top of the corridor walls, about three feet from the ceiling, stone lintels run the length of the passage. The corridor abruptly widens to a cube, a wide cube, with a corrugated floor. In the ceiling of this area, a bronze circular hatch is set. The cover is latched shut. In the four corners of this foyer are sets of metal rungs forming a ladder that leads up and across the arched ceiling to the trap door. The rungs are broken in several places, leaving rusty spikes. On the other side of this area, the corridor continues. That's where you guys are now. On the other side of this chamber, the corridor continues. So the ceiling, does it say in there? I actually don't see how many. Three, uh, hold on. doesn't say on there. Let me see how high the ceiling is. I believe it is 35 feet high, I think. Yes. 35 feet high ceilings. That's what okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, who who is... Um, I would default to guessing Crow is the best at climbing, but would be wrong. Probably Cars like Yes. <laughs> I could just turn into a monkey. Yeah. Just be a little monkey, pal. Just be a monkey. monkey. As just curious, um, with Spark having, you know, been through some uh, serious calisthenic actions with the party, um, that's just just a point into my head. Spark uh Spark's <clears throat> physical posture and physical movement, it's is it would you say it's like fully like human jointed fluid or is there some sense of like robotic rigidity to it um i think it's it's like uh, the best approximation at human fluidity but it's still inevitably mechanical okay cool, cool. i'm cool. just trying to get an idea of how cars would me have me like fit like literally like, physically perceive sparks so, like, like ability yeah yeah in the uncanny valley of like almost human ish is it yeah. like and also i'll say is, is your body like fully humanoid or is it something else it's it's like humanoid shaped for sure but the proportions aren't exactly like a human for sure mm -hmm. it definitely does could be uh modeled off any number of humanoid like creatures that. or generally anything. humanoid yeah, like I said, the like like kind of wide hips, long legs, mm -hmm. a broad face, um, like wide chin, mm. um, metal. I love it. Picture that. It's great. Long limbs. Perfect. Thank you. I'm imagining like ball swivel sockets and mm. stuff. I mm. should draw a picture, but we'll get there. Or if anyone else is out there listening. Draw a picture. Send it to strangersrollingdice at gmail.com. There you go. Yay, picture. I mean, Bart is going to monkey unless somebody's going to climb. Well, let's find our way back to the hatch. Yeah, I think, like, is the monkey thing something that you run out of? 
Yeah, I will not have. I don't. I only have two uses of wild shape currently. So okay, uh, that's kind of your kind of your call then. I think like just purely table talk resources wise. Do we want to not risk falling off? <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, I mean, like, a monkey would be good for crossing this, and it would be good for getting yeah, to the hatch, true, so true. I could just do that and then do both. And also good for monkeying around. Wow. Great for monkeying so around. So true. Great for me just to picture those hot springs monkeys like I do. Brings me right. right to my happy place. I'm going to be a monkey, and I'm going to get to that hatch, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to poke it. Okay. Try to Everybody open. move yourself to where you would like to be, where you want your snake. Where exactly is the hatch in this? The hatch is thing? in this chamber down here to the south. It's like the widening that is. Okay, it would have been cool. like the feature that you saw, and then you noticed that there was secret doors. Yeah, I'll have I'll have Absu be underneath me, ready to catch my small ape butt. Okay, you move him in there. And everyone else is moving down the hallway towards that location. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. I'll place be, yourself uh... where you would like to be. Cars move a little further down the hall, just yeah, so everyone can get in there. Rocks fall, everybody dies. Rocks fall, everybody dies. See you next day. Next next time, we're gonna be playing a different game. No, um, we're just gonna retire that joke too, because I make it about once every two sessions. Um, I know because I listen back to all of them. Um, so everyone is where they want to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Bark is just like. Like, this whole time has just been kind of, like, watching the party, because, like, they don't really know what to do here. They're just kind of, like, watching you guys, because that's mm -hmm. normally what they do anyways, but now they just have permission to just watch people do what they're doing. So they're just kind of, like, standing <laughs> there, like, looking around the corner and just, like, watching as you guys are just doing whatever. I think the, the, the mystic truth that Sparks will, will discover here is that Nobody really knows what they're doing at all. Spark will never find that out, probably. <laughs> so uh, everyone's there, and Monkey Bart monkeys around. Climbs to the trapdoor. Climbs people to say the trapdoor. Okay. People do say that about Monkey Bart. Monkey Bart. Let's see what Monkey Bart has to do here. <clears throat> okay, so. When you go up to this hatch, it is a bronze circular hatch. There is a wheel set into it, not like a ship's wheel. This one is like uh, circular on the exterior. Uh, has a couple of three spokes leading to the center, and you could spin it and open a hatch. Okay, I will do it. You open the hatch. As you do that, it yes. <laughs> yes. As you do that, first, it's like a jet coming out from one side. And then the entire thing starts to spin itself open, wrenching the wheel out of your grip as a wild whirlwind of air comes shooting out of this hatch. You are immediately hurled to the floor. Bonk. <laughs> and because you have because you have your snake underneath you, I want you to roll me 1d4 bludgeoning damage as you fall. Okay. 1d4. Is Bart injured badly from before? Just 
Yo, we taking some damn, but that's just okay. a one. So we're okay. Okay. Right. So you, how much do you take? I take one. You take one point of bludgeoning damage Boom. as you land on your snake. <laughs> and then you stand and you look around and you have to shield your eyes and you can barely hear anything as it's just whoosh, 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 whoosh. The air continues to rush out of this chamber. This sound is loud. What do you guys do? This is why I don't try to go outside. <laughs> uh, could we see anything? The that? dust in the room is just like, and then uh, above you is a passageway. I mean, I just kind of want to hold on and see if it stops. That's what I want to do. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, Are Like how? Go ahead. Oh, the car just kind of covers his eyes to, like, you know, not be blinded, but also just hangs in there. Okay. I mean, how 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 windy is this wind? Like, what are we so windy about? that you're you have to hold on to your hat? Right, but I mean, like, could I could I climb up the wall again towards it? Do you climb up the wall again towards it? Yes. Okay. Am, you start to climb if it's realistic. up. Yeah. 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 You start to climb up the wall, and. You, uh, as you move up about five feet, you feel like if I continue, I'm going to have to really hold on here and commit to going up, holding on for dear life as I climb. Um, <gasps> I mean, I can I see the monkey? Go for Do it. Do you want some rope? <laughs> and I'll extend a hand and like wave at you. I throw it at you. I throw the grappling hook at you. A grappling hook. And I say. will uh, follow towards you so that there's some slack as uh, you okay. have one end of the rope. And I like, I come up behind Crow and I'm like, "What's the plan here?" <laughs> I just kind of look and smile at you and shrug. <laughs> like, we never have one. Just, just go with it. Just go you with guys it. are wild. So, Che, I need you to choose which corner you're going to be in to climb back up, because we're going to now be doing this like in, there. Uh, not initiative, but we're just going to keep track of where people are. Sure. Like there, Grandma? So, yeah, know. perfect. Each four corners of the room has a ladder going up. Okay. Um, what is on the ceiling with me up here? On this, well, you're not on the ceiling anymore. Right, so I'm on the wall, like halfway up the wall. How far you're up the five wall feet up, and you got the sense that if you were to continue up this wall, you would have to really commit to holding on, or you might fall just from the speed of the wind. Well, this feels like it might just be too difficult for us to do, right? Because even if I can do it. Well, think about this. Can you do this really well? Or can you climb across a beam really well? Yeah, 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 yeah. This seems much harder than the beam. Okay. Is what it so seems that, like. Do other people agree with that assessment? Seems that way. I mean, not all of us are even really good at climbing, so it seems like we're just going to fall over and over again. Are all of you good die. at balancing? Well, I mean, like, we can counteract the idea of falling with rope. Yeah, right? You said there's, like, a ladder. Can we run there's the rope through the ladder? four ladders. Do you run the rope through the ladder? I can, I can try that. 
bit by bit as I go up. But the ladder does the ladder continue through the trapdoor as I all the way up to the ceiling. Yeah, it goes all the way up. Now there are some broken rungs that have spiky iron bits. Okay. Uh. But there's no pit of bones here. True. And the wind is still going just nuts. The wind is just going full force. It's just like gale force wind coming from the hatch down at you. Okay. So the plan is to go towards the crazy wind. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> okay. It's probably not that windy outside. How about you take the, the hook up to the top and then I can mage hand the... Uh... The rope through the ladder. And then... Wait, no. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> but Bart Bart really just wants to go look to see if... To get to the top of this ladder, slowly putting yeah. the rope through and like tying it to himself. Okay. So okay. if he falls, he'll like be held to the ladder. Uh-huh. Um, I want to see if the ladder continues through the trapdoor. It, it looks up. like it does. Like, you can see from here, it looks like it continues through the trapdoor. And then to like, there's a flat landing that you would come up through the trapdoor. There's a room up there. Okay, right. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I didn't realize that. Like, I thought that maybe there was like a passageway leading up, and we were gonna have to climb for like thirty. No, 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 feet. no. It goes th- like the trap door and the climb up here, thirty-five feet up. That's the climb, and then it looks like there's just like a ceiling above the okay, above the, the hatch. Like, and you would be in another room. Okay, if that's know, like what's making the wind? Is it like a big old giant with his cheeks puffed out, and he's just like? I mean, there's girl. nothing <laughs> obvious making the wind other yeah, than cool. you opened this hatch, yeah. and now there's wind. All right. I mean, That's I guess question. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna slowly. Oh, do I have on this character? I forget. Is it this character? It's not this character, right? Different, yeah, different D&D I, game. <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, I will just keep trying to climb, and I will, I will try to, uh, you know fasten myself off every couple of rungs okay with with the rope be, being okay. a good old monkey and going you up. you fasten yourself like a little harness and you like and you tie it around your midsection and you tie yourself off each couple of rungs you climb up yeah yeah okay awesome so because you do that once you get 10 feet in the air i want you to roll me a strength saving throw with advantage Ooh. Ooh. All right, good old strength check. Strength saving throw. So yeah, I am. I am. I am a monkey. So you have monkey stats. <laughs> I don't think Talk I am proficient about... in strength saves. No, I don't think so. It wouldn't make too much sense. No. <laughs> All right. Got here. here is the first saberoni. Then the advantage roll. Ooh, nice. So Ten is the higher results? one. 10 is the higher one. Ooh, man. Okay. Uh, You fall down a couple of rungs and smack into the wall, and you take two points of bludgeoning damage. All right, I'm just going to get back on the horse. And you are knocked prone while on your little harness, so you're, like, kind of hanging there for a second, like, and then you get yourself out of prone, and you can continue. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Get this rope up. So you climb again. Yep. Go ahead and make me another strength saving throw. With advantage? With advantage. 14 this time. You save. What is your movement speed? 30 feet. Okay. You move a total of 10 feet up this ladder. 
Nice. Do you so want to continue? I'm, I'm 15 feet up now. No, you're 10 feet up. Like you were out, like you were hanging like at the five foot up block and you were like, oh man, if I continue up from here, clinging onto the surface of this wall and I actually climb up to the first 10 foot increment, I'm gonna have to make a check. So you are now 10 feet in the air because in this room right now, movement speed costs three feet for one foot. Even if you have a climb speed. Uh, right. I can't dash or use a like, double move action. You can do that. It's not, we're not in round order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, movement I speed. It's the mechanic of this room is you can move yeah, sure. your movement speed. So, All right, I'll try again. I will keep climbing. Try again. Okay. Bonk. Natural 20. Yay. Natural 20. Yeah. You move another 10 feet up. 20 feet up. Okay. Let's keep going. Here we go again. Oh, 19. You're fine. You get to the top. Last five feet. Not going to make you make a check. You get there. You're right. at the hatch. I poke my hecking monkey head through. Okay. You poke your hecking monkey head through, and there is a passageway. I will like bring... Very much like the other ones that you've seen down in the depths of the tunnels. Okay. I will, uh, ha like, fasten the freaking rope off, off with a... Okay. With a grappling hook and then... There's like a rung <laughs> right there that looks like perfect for it and you tie yourself off real good. Any and other I'll... character can use this exact same method and now without having to do all the stringing of the ropes can climb with advantage. What are, what are, are people going to follow me? How do you feel about this, friends? What, I mean, are you still getting there? I mean, you should scout. I'll, I'll definitely scout. I can't see anything. I'm not on a different map. Okay, so right you, now, so. well, you're not on a map, so you climb up into this passageway and yep. you look around before anyone else does anything. Yeah, I poke. Both. Okay, you look around. The air is still rushing. It's like rushing down the hallway, and there's like mist. You, you're starting to see a mist coming from down this long, very much like the other hallways you found in this dungeon. That seems a little bit like interesting to you. There's this passageway up here. You thought you were at the top of the temple. Um, and there's just like a passageway with a misty wind blowing down towards you. You could continue on and, and continue to scout. Yeah, I'll poke ahead. I'm curious, George. We curious, George. Okay. You continue down the passageway and you start to feel like a little disoriented as the wind and the mist whips at you. And you're like, you're holding out your arm against the wall, trying to like keep your bearings while you shield your eyes and you just feel like you're gonna keep going here for a long time and you might hit something eventually if you keep going but it's five feet another five feet another you know you walk another 10 steps and you're like how long does this passageway go hmm okay uh how long do we wait on the bottom 30 seconds a minute I mean, if Bart isn't immediately coming back down, I think, yeah, after within 30 seconds, if he sees Bart vanish up there, cars would probably think it's time for him to start moving too. So you, you start to climb? Yes. Okay, you start to climb. First 10 feet that you reach, what's your movement speed, 25? 25. So you'll be able to do, um, I mean, <laughs> five feet at a time. That's what it's gonna awesome. be. Awesome. Five feet at a time, all the way up. That's gonna be gnarly, but yeah. 
Um, here's what I will do. Um, we'll make it spicy, because that doesn't make much sense mechanically, I think. You got, you're at 25. If you, like, push yourself and don't roll with advantage, yeah. you can go 10 feet at a time. I like that. That's spicy. Okay. So that was strength? Strength saving throw. Easy. 13. First 10 feet. No problem. 12. Second 10 feet. You fall. Clank! Damn. And you take three points of bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Okay. But because you're tied off, you are able to re restart at that height again and continue. Okay. So Here we go. that's a nat one for a total of nine. Okay. You fall. And let me read this here. When someone fails by five or more, you slam onto a rusty spike. Oh. A and you take oh. an additional bit of damage here. That's this damage. The you take time. nine points of damage. Five is bludgeoning, four slashing. Ooh, I hear cards yelp curse yeah. as he slams at the wall kind of hard, and you can tell he, he slammed into more than just flat rock right there. Yeah, a jagged oh. rung. Okay, continuing, you're yeah, almost I mean, there. He's pissed, he's gritting his teeth, he's like, I I'm not gonna look like a fool for no reason. Okay, that's an 11. <laughs> Dang it. You <laughs> fall, and you're gonna take six points of bludgeoning damage. Holy shit, and I have an eight strength like saving modifier. Yeah, like, oh, this is that. not good, it's not good. Oh my God. So you are, again, one die roll away from getting up there. One okay, dial. come on. Do it. That's a 12. <laughs> you take another 1d6 God, bludgeoning you're gonna damage. God, you die, dude. <laughs> I take five points of bludgeoning Don't damage. Don't you. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die on this hill. I'm going to die on this rung. Crow and I are yeah. just watching helplessly as you just <laughs> right. keep slamming yourself right. into the wall. Slam. I have cast the yeah. Hey, I will remind yeah. you. You know what? I I'm going to say. The help action? Anyone want to aid? I, I, I would love Pathfinder to. Pathfinder but... aid mechanic here. You want to tell me how? I'm open to it. Thought the rope was enough. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's giving advantage. He's not choosing to roll with advantage here, too. He could be rolling with advantage. Do we am see? I, am, like, I, am I five feet away or ten feet away? So if you, so so yeah, if you take your time, then you're two die rolls with advantage. Oh, fuck this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's this, guys. Here. Um, that's a 14. You got it. Okay. okay. And you okay. climb up. Yeah, yeah. You climb up. You got it. And you're up on the, in the hallway, oh, and you look around. Yeah. You don't see Bart anywhere. He's like, oh, he's, but there's like a misty hallway with wind still rocketing at your face. And you're like, well, I guess he probably went that way because behind you is a solid wall. There's nowhere else to go. Hey, Cars will hold his shield up to kind of buff it against the wind. Um, okay. He'll start making his way, but real quick, how much debt? Wait, I got to figure out how much damage I literally just took from slamming myself into a wall. And I didn't like, record it. I should have recorded it. I was just rolling a die here. So. I need to know just how much, how badly I fucked myself up. I, it was okay. like, I mean, it was like 20 something damage, I think. Oh, wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. All right. So. Cars presses on calling out for Bart and that's, that's it. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing. This is why uh, sometimes just the, the basic, like, climbing with different dcs and stuff they write it well and we and it's it's fun i think 
to play it out. Because also, yep. other parties might have fun spells like Levitate or Spider Climb or, you know, all sorts of shit. But you know. yep. I asked for spicy and I definitely got it. So I, I'm, I'm content. Um, oh, I forgot also Spider Climb. It specifically says doesn't work in here because the wind. So anyway, um, yeah. So who's next? I'm just gonna wait to see what we hear back. I, okay, I didn't so saw, I didn't saw a really strong dwarf get get hurt. Clunk, that would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so uh, you wait, and a minute passes. Che Bart is just making his way down this hallway, mm-hmm. and you eventually come to a place where you start to feel a little weird, like. Feel like you kind of got turned around. And you're like, what? What? What just happened? I thought I was going that way. There's only one way to go in this tunnel, and you keep going. And another minute passes. Two minutes have passed down there. Your friends have gone up. I what think Crow kind of turns and says, "Hey, trees, why don't you cast message?" Oh, oh. I just like tilt my head and look at you with my eyebrows raised. Hey, I'm sorry. I, it was someone else that we used to have with us. Mm. A coward oh. who ran away. A coward, huh? <laughs> like the one you guys left behind? Dap. Uh, Dap, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although that was a little more intentional. Trees, trees actually was was helpful to us, unlike whatever that thing is. Yeah. What about this one? I don't know if we've met. As I look over at the giant snake that is still just sitting there, Abzu looks at you like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> I I put my hand out. I'm, and I look over at Crow. Bark. I, Spark. I don't think uh, the snake's gonna shake your hand. It, it coils into a ball and looks at you like, fuck you. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> right. I, I look at Crow. Um, uh, are you, are you going to follow your friends? Um, well, you saw what just happened to cars, and I don't know if, if I can handle that, to be honest. Do you have any ideas of how we can get up there a little more safely? Hmm. No, that looks pretty rough. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That's why I, I like to stay inside and just, yeah. you know, let things pass me by. Beginning to think you're on the right track there. Yeah, it, it, it worked, it's worked out for me. That's how I got all this cool stuff as I, like, hitch my backpack up on my back. Uh, do I notice, like, things I haven't seen before? Like, um, interesting things? You <laughs> probably hear, like, the jangling of a musical instrument in there. Which is a, a little bit of a surprise, maybe. Hey, what instrument is that? It, uh, I don't know. It's I pull out a dulcimer. Um, it, it, like, it's, I, it's I don't know what it's called. It's not one of Tree's instruments, though. No, it's a <laughs> it's a different small wooden it, dulcimer. There's no you killed Tree's. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, not yet. Uh, that's funny. You'll have to look for that later. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Alright, folks. Huh? So, hold on. Are you gonna climb this... This ladder they're not, here. They're not climbing your fucking I, ladder. I, I, That's okay. <laughs> I, I know what happens if half the party the climbs party. the ladder. Of course, I prepared for half the party climbing the ladder <laughs> and the other half saying, I'm going to stay here. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm, the waiting, port, I'm waiting for these two resourceful, clever, intelligent, and brave party members to turn off the murder wind. Turn off that murder wind. Okay, so... What happens no. next? Tell me what characters do what, and I'll tell you what happens. Uh, I think Bart is going to... Can Bart hear Chrysler calling for him? No. Okay. Bart is probably going to continue forward for around, like, three minutes or something like that. And then, like, if he just continues feeling confused and not reaching anything, he's going to just follow the, the the wind back and just get blown back the way he can. Okay. You, you get blown back backwards? Yeah, just following okay. away. You, you eventually do that, and then you're looking around, you're feeling confused, and then slam! You slam right into Karzalek. Where'd you come from, Wiz? Why are you, are you coming back? Is there something up ahead? Uh, Monkey Bart just shrugs, raises his arms high up into the air. <laughs> it just goes on ahead, it just keeps going? Just... Is there no, no sign of an exit up ahead? Bart picks at your beard. Card <laughs> <laughs> like any, any yummy lice. Any <laughs> bullabadoer insects living in there at this point? Mm. Bats <laughs> at Bart's hand. Like, no. Oh. Bad. Uh, We've talked Bart, about this. <laughs> Bart shrugs again and like shakes his head. Car's uh, just that's not an exasperated uh, sigh and well, I'm, I'm a bit bad at coming up and and most likely bleeding a little bit. So let's maybe we go back and report that this it doesn't seem to be any exit to this route. Let's let's move back. And cars would make a motion to head back towards the perceived where the whole back down should be. Yeah, yeah. Bart monkey walks with you. Okay. You start walking back towards the hole. Yep. It's been about five minutes now down there. You haven't heard anything. Yo. You're waiting. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I look over at Crow. Is this... I guess it's really windy, so it, mm -hmm. we should be, like, shouting a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole time has been that windy, this whole time. Is, is this how you guys normally explore? This Just, like, splitting up? And... This is probably pretty sensible for us. Sorry, it's <laughs> <laughs> This is sensible? It's all relative. I can see the dwarf's blood on the body, on the wall. <laughs> I like the idea of like there just being a, like a splat mark that just kept growing. Like a splat mark of blood uh, on the ground. Uh, <laughs> uh, like shaped. The same oh, spot. Yell, yeah. I'll yell up there. Hey! Are you two okay? You guys, you guys don't hear anything. It's just so windy. It's up, up there. You're, you don't hear anything. Nice. Spicy. So it always works out if you guys split up? Worked out so far. Nice. As they say, always split the party. It's kind of our motto. Who says that? Everybody. Okay. Well, us, us mostly. Always split the party. <laughs> Everybody. Us mostly. 
Oh, Do I have any party. other friends? What the hell? I only hang out with these people. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Your frame of reference is limited. True. And how long do we normally wait for them? Longer. It's only been a few minutes, right? Uh, let's give them a few more. It's been six minutes now. It's been exactly six minutes. <laughs> Could be seven. Who knows? Could be seven minutes. If I pulled out the dulcimer, I just start playing it a little bit. <laughs> can Bare you, can you barely hear it. When you yeah, hold it and, up and just right in the wind, it, it kind of vibrates in a weird way, with, like a flute. Yeah. I don't notice because I've only played by myself, and I think it's just like a fun thing, and it's like out of tune, and like probably has like a broken <laughs> string, and I'm just like pretending like bing I know bong, what I'm bong, doing. Bong, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, bong. <laughs> Okay, um, so you guys continue to wait. And after a little while, the two of you up top, you get to a hatch. And you look down and you hold on as you look and you feel a little bit of vertigo looking down. You're feeling a little disoriented up here. And you look down and there's your friends huddled down there waiting and debating. Uh. Bart will try to swing himself down the ladder, get to the rope. Okay, make me a strength saving throw. Okay. I'm a monkey. With advantage. Monkey's back. Oh, oh. That's Bart. He's one of us. <laughs> okay. 21 with advantage. 21, you get, uh, you get 10 feet down. For sure. I'm going to raise One my hand the way. to Absu and ask him to come pick me up. <laughs> Absu <laughs> looks at the wall and sort of like moves as he can. And then he realizes that he's not 35 feet long and can't really get up there. But how, how I mean, I'm 25 feet up if I descend at 10 feet. He's not 25 feet long and strong enough to, in gale force winds, that's, elongate that's his body along a wall. No, he can't. He's a snake. That, that's, that's totally fair. I am disintending him to, like, be there ready to grab me when I get to his Well, height. he could do that. You could say, hey, be ready he to did. grab me. But he's not going to be able to, you know. So is, there's actually a line in here about basically keep having to keep so, like, braced on the floor just to stay planted. So, like, okay. it, the wind is really intense in here. 21 for the next strength save. Okay, you move down another, you need one more die roll and you'll be all the way down safely without taking any damage. Oh, I've done it with a 19. 19, you're down. Whoop. You can this talk. Monkey, this monkey, oh, I cannot talk, I am a monkey. All oh, right, <laughs> that's the problem, you can't. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hoot hoot into, into Absu's ear. Absu understands me, because we're best buds. Okay. And I, and I start steering him out of the gale winds back towards back towards the, the back pit towards room. The other and I'm just, this monkey is just hugging the snake and oh, then like, waving guys. at the other party people like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, um, wait, what are Cars' options? Can he- You can climb it? back down. Just Hell jump yeah, and find... tank it. Just you jump, jump and take oh. all that falling damage. Good. I can catch him. You guys should take a seat. I, okay, like, this is fun in games, but like, take a moment here and Think about it. What do you guys do? Take that as a subtle warning from your GM. What the fuck do you actually do here? You know, our choices are like we didn't learn anything going up there. 
it's frankly too dangerous for most of us to go up there. So we go the other way or, or we, or if you discover anything useful up there, we risk it. Right. So then that would be, if you want to come down, let's get Karzalek down and we'll cross yeah, oh, that that's bridge right. now. God, he's up yep. there too. Cars yeah, will so, start to make his way down. By holding on to the rope and climbing the ladder? Yes. Okay. Are you going to be doing it at your actual speed? or? Nope. I'm going to move at a snail's pace, being very cautious where Cars puts every <laughs> foot and hand okay. hold. So then you can roll with advantage, and what you're going to be able to do is basically move five feet at a time. Okay. Uh... Because remember, it's, it's three feet for one foot of movement. So you have 25 feet of movement speed. You can't even move one square, really. Okay. So, like, I'm just being generous and rounding up to the first square instead of being oh. nickel and diming this. For sure. I feel like I might actually die if I were to do this. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. It's like, mathematically, you made a big deal about cars like taking a bunch of damage on the way up. I don't know what healing resources look like right now for your party. You guys should probably, before just doing this, talk about the implications of failure, talk about the implications of success here in these gale force wins, and then say you do succeed with some damage or no damage, then you're gonna attempt this other one over here. Is that the plan? Yes. Certainly. Okay. So let's begin then. Then no one else has any objections? I mean, what choice do we have at this point rather than, I mean, cars like has to come down. The, the, the choice is simple. The, the choice is simple. A or B, portcullis or hatch. Sure. Yeah. And we just went up into a hatch that had and you're choosing confusing the other gale force winds that showed us nothing and somebody took lots of damage and other people okay. are unwilling to go up because it probably will do damage to them as well. Gotcha. So, okay, cool. Not bad. Let's way. come back. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Let's do that first strength saving throw out of seven, I believe. Yeah, seven saving throws for cars like at this pace with advantage. Let's jump, get down. you can do it. You could also just jump and take 3d6 damage, which might be better. I can um, try to catch you too. <laughs> Here, I'll hammer this out. Does that first, wait, uh, are we, does that first strength save right there, um, does that one count for one of the seven? Or? 26. Yeah. Yeah, you move five feet down. You now yeah. have six remaining chunks to move. Wait, 19. hey. Can you unhook the grappling hook? Wait, <laughs> what? What did you say? Oh, my my hook. Your your book. I can't hear you. <sighs> I just shrug. <laughs> wow, falling apart here. All right, so. Um... But I do stand below him and uh, wait to catch him in case he falls. Got it. Okay. So then uh, you, you do make another progress there. You have five more to go, Cars. Okay. That's a 22. That's a success as well. Four more. A 19. Three more. 26. Two more. 26. One more. 27. And you're down. So last time was a fluke. Maybe it's not as difficult as it seems to climb that thing. That was, man, that was a complete obsession roll. Cars goes over to uh, Spark. I, I'm sorry, what, what did you say? <laughs> if a robot could exhale, Spark would, like, heavily. <laughs> you just see Spark's, like, uh, looks at you, like, blankly, and is like, I have my 
and like points up at the rope and the hook. It, it's all good. I, I've just had it for a long time. We could just leave it there in case we want to go this way. Poor spark. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> we should keep going. Yep. Let's go, gang. Car- right. Cars is unfortunately his his, his uh, Warforge empathy is not very at a very high level. I don't, I don't think he's picking up on Sparks five right out the gate. Uh, okay, so as as this is happening, you guys are making your way towards the other exit. Yes. Yeah, I'll be caboosing it as usual. Okay, you're approaching this chamber, and yeah. it's really windy here. You don't feel like it's going to threaten your walking across there as you move away, but it is still pretty loud. So, um, you know, who knows what could be hearing this? <clears throat> okay. Uh, um, what do you do? Go ahead, whoever wants to say something. Oh, I was just going to say, as we were moving back uh, across, as we path, pass by the uh, the room with the Bart doppelganger in it, I'm just like, uh, it's just nice to see uh, Ulyssa Bella and Deepak and stuff. I don't know about y'all, but it's nice to see some familiar faces. As we're walking back towards, as we're all walking back towards um, the room, that uh, Barden Upsu are in. Who did who did you say? You, Elisabella and Deepak and the one. Cars looks at Crow like does does is this any of this ringing a bell with you? Um, I don't know. Does do these names ring a bell? No. Okay, so there's no chance of it. All right. Not say not at not all. anyway. Not at all. And, they are. And, as and we've already, you, yeah. we've already kind of put together that spark is from another place and or time, right? Yes. yes. So, yeah. Okay. I'll just say they mean something to spark, and that's that's about all I can say. Who are who are they, Spark? Oh, they were just uh, you know, some uh, I think like different gods that people used to worship. Yeah, they were like these new gods that people were worshipping. Are they benevolent gods or not so much? Uh, well, you know, it depends who you're asking. That's a good way of looking at it. Elisabella was real fun, though. Accurate. Gods of parties, man! <laughs> I'd love to hear more about them, but let's let's keep moving. Okay, so are we looking at uh, people telling me that they're going across this beam? Are we looking at uh, what are we looking at here? I think we take the safest, you know, less likely to result in taking more damage way possible and just literally hug the bar and shimmy the across bar. one Shimmying at a time across. one at so a time doesn't well, break. Who is, and do we agree with that and then who goes first yeah do we have rope still or is it the only rope that we have is that the grappling one spark looks longingly back down the hall my rope <laughs> Sometimes, honestly, though, my like dungeoneering supplies, I I can remember some hammers and pittens. I was like, 
I will go back yeah, for you. I never got to go no. back for them, you know. This Pitten was named Jerry, and this one yes. was Kevin. Oh, no. I miss them so. They're in rung two and three of the ice cliff in that one dungeon that one time. So, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I was thinking around the rope, too. We'll get you a new grappling hook. So Spartan nobody has heart. no one has new rope? Like, what's, what's the deal? Yeah, maybe we'll find some more dead people in the next room. We have no more rope, it seems like. Bart will go wow. first, since Bart was the I, first so, one here. So there were go two ropes in the party. There was there was the rope that was used to go up into the ceiling in the room with the emphysbina, yeah. and there's this rope. No one else yeah. had any other rope. My, my, my rope is labeled shot out of hole by trees, so I'm assuming that was the like crumbling exit. That, we that was your make. rope. Yeah, okay. Yep. That was that was Bart's rope too, because that was high up. Oh, so you guys strung your ropes together, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, if you cut off a piece of the other rope, you could. I mean, that would be helpful because someone could tie but ourselves. It's gonna make it harder for and, us like, to go back up there. Walk my... back and get a rope, you know. Get right, it. but it, but we, like if we if we just need like technically like what like you know a foot and a half of rope or something to tie ourselves to the bar that we're shimmying across, so that if we fall, we just hang from the bar rather than falling thirty feet. I mean, in my mind's eye, it's not something crazy hard to do. You know, it's like you're just yeah, it's fair. You're shimming along a, a horizontal beam. Unless it, is it creaking and cracking and all that? Good stuff? No, we'll it is not. It is it is solid stonework. It's like what was <clears throat> reinforcing the floor that pulls away. Yeah, it seems like it's something that you could do in a child's gym class. So I don't. It is. I don't it is like that, but but instead of there being a padded work. blue mat. There is a 30-foot drop to a skeleton pit. Right. Bart the ape will go first, then. Bart the ape. Going across. With going the snake across. command. So, well, what do you mean by with the snake command? Like, Well, they could be behind, uh, the snake could be behind me, pushing me Let's deal with you then snoot. first, okay? Okay. So. Let me pull up this little part of the dungeon again. I need you to, as you're crossing here, um, you need to move your movement speed and make me a acrobatics check. Okay, so uh, do you want me to make the acrobatics checks first? I want you to uh, move on to there. Yeah, and the first stretch, the first square. Okay. Make me an acrobatics check. Sorry if I was not clear on that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Six. Six. Okay. You move onto the first square and teeter and totter back and forth, but you do not fall. Okay. Okay. You, you can attempt next... to move again if you would cool. like. Okay, on the Can next I, square, okay. go ahead, make no, me an acrobatics check okay. if you're okay, moving okay. on the next square. Yeah. I will copy and paste this lovely acrobat lab acrobatics check. <laughs> Seven. Fuck yeah. Seven. You also uh, teeter back and forth. Um, actually, I think, hold on, let me read this really quick. Yeah, you move five feet and then you teeter and you do not fall. All right. Should I do it again for one to try to move again? Each one that you're doing this way, you're going to have to do it in 21. This move your movement speed. I can just dip. You can just move your movement speed. So that means you oh, can go oh. to the other side. 
Okay, I will beckon Absu over to quail his way along it like he was doing before. Okay, Absu does so and makes its way easily into here because it is a snake. I will. I will then, uh, when it gets over there, I will uh, like give it a nice bonk on the forehead in the middle of his forehead, and it will clip turn back into a stick. Hey, that I'll thing I was it. saying before about fading. Forget about yeah. that. I, All right. I just, I'm just really hungry. <laughs> okay, well, when you turn back into the stick, your stats reset, so just turn back into I the stick. I don't know what any of that means. Cool. Bonk, I bonk it on the head, it turns into bonk. a stick. <laughs> right, I'm a stick now. Oh, God. All right. All right. Who's next for this lovely experience? Who's <laughs> gonna fall? <laughs> don't fall. We're gonna fall. Take the damage. Does anybody want to volunteer to go? <laughs> Like we just gotta do this scarred. one at a time here, you guys. It's like, <laughs> just do it, cars. There could have been any number of scenarios here where I could have been like, and there's zombies chasing you, and we're in initiative order, and blah blah blah. It's taking long enough just to yeah. cars get this is gonna done here. So. Carson's gonna sloth style shimmy his way along this rail if that's acceptable. Okay. Sloth it. You move out your first five. Yeah. Acrobatics check. That's still acrobatic. He's like he's like doing like this slow. Okay, here we now, go. You are balancing on this. Guess what? This is dexterity. Other one, strength. Oh, go figure. Hmm. That's an eight. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm trying to advantage. That's an eight either way. You uh, you move out five feet and you grip onto this railing and maybe without a little whimper, maybe a little bit of pee pee comes out. Okay, just a little bit, not a lot. Just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cars, is, cars is manly dwarf. Uh, uh -huh. that's an eleven. Okay, another five feet. Go for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, that's a that's a dirty twenty. Yep, that is your movement speed. So you can Just move join the rest me. of the way oh. to the end. Carlos, that's out of okay. breath of relief. <laughs> I guess we'll next? keep the same order, and uh, Crow will attempt this uh, treacherous journey. I can't seem to move my piece. I'm kind of stuck behind for some reason. There you go. So it's having a hard time. I think roll 20 is locking up. Okay, there oh, we go. Fun. Alrighty, so acrobatics, you say? Acrobatico. First five feet. Acrobatico. Let's see. Natural one. Natural one. Let's do it. Sorry, that's roll 20 is just being extremely slow for me. You're good. You're good. Come roll on, is buddy. coming. You can do it. Acrobatical <laughs> roll of 11. Five feet. Teeter totter, teeter totter, teeter totter. Alrighty. Next. Uh, I will continue with another acrobatics roll of 19. Move that movement speed. You made it all the way in two goes. How about that? And everyone needs to kind of squish yourselves into this new little stairway here. Yeah, maybe we can shuffle in a little bit. Okay. And Spark falls never to be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so sad. See you okay. later, guys. Spark? <laughs> Spark should just be uh, like, you know, I've seen how you guys work. I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep keep an eye out on this side, guys. Turn into a statue right there. <laughs> no. Um... Do I get the sense that if I used my quarter staff to try to balance myself, it would help? 
I'll allow it. Let's do that with advantage. Okay, cool. Um, I will venture out for my robot first... calculates optimal balancing algorithm. Um, a acrobatics check. Sixteen acrobatics. Guess what? It works real good, and you make it all the way across in one go. All the way across in one? All the way across in one go. You guys watch this clunky robot. It looks like it's balancing itself quite a bit, but it just like ka-chunk, 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 unhesitatingly walks across. You're like, that's wide enough for me to path across that. Yes, and then you do it. Fabulous. I twirl my staff, and then I put it on the ground and nod at Crow. Probably Crow to you, having teetered and tottered a little bit and looked down maybe at the skeleton pit, probably would look pretty impressive to this not very nimble looking robot. Just gets it in one. It's not approvingly. What a good little robot buddy. What a good little robo buddy. Okay, so um, everyone's over this obstacle. So what's the plan now? Go back to the hatch, climb yeah, back yeah. up the hatch. Actually, and... I'm gonna go get my grappling hook. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> no. We go down. We, we go. These, these oh, check on Dab. Check on Dab. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Okay. So so what happens here though? We go onwards. Yeah. yeah. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. Um, did Bart want to take lead? Uh, you can if you want to. I don't care. Bart will slowly okay. turn back into Bart and not a monkey anymore. Cool. Aww, I like Bart, the monkey. Tromp his way up. Yeah, I'm prettier than Bart. It's true. Ascending these stairs, we see this party of adventurers. Battered and bruised. Unwashed and wounded. Through a fisheye lens as they peer at the strange phenomena they find themselves stuck in as they ascend. How many flights of stairs have they gone up? How many times have they argued about turning back? You keep going and keep going and minutes pass. Things don't add up. You can't still be on this staircase. And you look down and the steps themselves shimmer much like the room with the real Apsu, where that one staircase, you couldn't seem to make any progress no matter how many steps you took. And I imagine that panic sets in in the party a little bit. What does that sound like here as you guys realize that no matter which direction you go on the stairs, up or down, no matter how long you climb up, nothing seems to change. Oh. What's what's going on here? This makes this makes no sense. How long have we been walking for? I don't know, but we are making no progress. Oh, this place will be the death of us, I swear. Uh, and we've tried going down too, and same thing. Try like, going just... down, and and you do it for a few minutes. It's just the same stairway, over and over and over again. There's no markings on the walls. It's just this limestone construction. 
that you've become so acquainted with. And you think back on this week that you've spent underground, for some of you, a lot longer than a week. And I have to imagine a little bit of panic he has there, but also maybe a little bit of like, well, maybe this is it. Maybe we're just trapped. We'll be like those skeletons at the bottom at the bottom of the pit or at one of the innumerable other traps you have been victimized by. Who set these traps? Who changed this once, seems like, informative and educational, maybe even holy place? Who changed it into the place with a, a pit dug out and a triangular rotating stone with a wisp of pink light, a, a, a tomb for Plop Plop Sul, this very visibly evil being? Who did this and why? You probably think about that. You think about Molly. You think about everything that you've done on this journey till now. How far you've come. And eventually, you find yourself in a different place. It's still a stairway. You look back down after climbing upwards for some time, and behind you is rubble. Stonework, shattered and broken. Like, there's no way you could have possibly come from there. Now there's a real staircase in front of you. No shimmering steps. The stones don't radiate magic. There's no traps visible. And as you turn the corner, a little bit of light shines from the doorway ahead of you. This door is very large. It's a double door. Opens, it seems like with some sort of mechanism that you'll pull on. What do you do? What else have we ever done? Let's just open it. Who opens it? Uh, Crow will. It's very impatient at this point. Uh, showing her age a little bit, I think, and just immediately goes forward and yanks on it. Okay, let me move you to a new map. Always fun. Nothing bad ever happens on a new map. Oh, I sure hope you see a lot of green and lush plants and rivers and open sky. <laughs> Why would you <laughs> want to see that? Put the music <laughs> up here. It's not. Um, it's, it's not that bad, Spock. Trust me. It's it's actually quite nice. Uh, it's there's some, awful. There's something Did you about feel how not windy it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty go. awful. Let's be honest here. There's something about not poisoned stale air that just, you know, really, really hits different. What's poison? Can you guys see stuff on this new map? I see blur. Is that swampy terrain? Zoom mm. out real good. Can you see stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Purplish, pinkish. Let me oh, uh, read to you. I don't you. see anything. You can't oh, see Lord. anything. Let's fix that before we do anything Holy else here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for roll 20 to load up. Wow. What the heck? What do you see? 
Beyond the threshold, you emerge into this great epic chamber through a thin waterfall. It's almost like a sheen of glass. You part the way forward and you realize there's only one thing a little funny about this waterfall. So you walk through it onto this platform. It's right next to the door. You wouldn't have even seen it. And the water seems to be falling up. Things don't fall up normally. This chamber's vaulted ceilings and richly festooned decorative columns are unlike anything you have seen in Bulabadur, probably in your life. This is truly a palatial place of luxury. You stand on a landing and a long causeway travels east across the chamber seemingly under about one foot of water. There are deeper portions of this pool to the sides, and the waterfall rushes into the chamber ceaselessly, but noiselessly. Inside this room, insects with wingspans larger than some birds bearing the distinct glow of the magenta magics you've become familiar with. They thrum through the room, flitting from blossom to blossom on a sea of lily pads. There is one thing, however, that's far more noticeable than this backdrop when you walk in. And we see the party from behind with this scene. In front of them, over a hundred feet away, is a throne bedecked with gold and silver and immaculate marble stonework. The edges of it are what is best described as an undulating mass of dayglow fronds, making the whole thing appear to be some sort of dais in the style of a thousand-petal lotus. The platform is lined with numerous bulging, multicolored, glowing eggs. Engorging herself in the middle of this impressive display is what must be the Bullywug's queen. Can you guys see this creature over here? Yeah. There you go. It's nice. Yeah. Pretty frog lady. <clears throat> Let's see here. She has the coloration of this strange energy suffusing her pinkish red hide and jagged marks where her form has contorted and swollen up to this huge size. She reclines lazily her tongue lolling out over to one of the eggs as you enter and engulfing it, popping it into her mouth whole with an audible and sickening swallow. At her feet are two attendants on the steps below her, conversing heatedly and wearing flowing pink robes. One is a frogman, the other looks human, oddly serpentine. They turn as the door opens, and their gaze fixes on you. Now. I would like everyone to roll me initiative for our end of module combat. That's bad. <laughs> That's a bad thing.
initiative. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Five. Five. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's get this written down on a piece of That's another paper. five. Right. Better. Natural one. Ooh. It's a three. Hey. <laughs> chilling. Let's get this going. Boy. Let's get a pencil. I got a what? sharp pencil for this. Oh, my God. Really quick. <clears throat> right, talk it out for sure. The, for the sure. last fight we had was what again? Hmm? I'm wondering what our last fight was, like when our last long rest was. I'm trying to remember. Like you're out the of spells, water right? weird. You fought. God, no, we didn't, we didn't long rest. That was a short did, rest. That was a short yeah. rest you took after. Yeah. That. yeah. We, uh, you guys met me today, this morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the last, cool the last That's long funny. rest was in Abzu's yeah, yeah. chamber. I still got spells. I haven't used a lot of spells, so. Okay. Let's talk, let's go around the horn. Initiative, I'm just gonna go one at a time, random order. Jesse. 16. 16. Uh, Bart. Three. Che, yeah, three. Three? Yes, a natural oh. one, very nice. Wow, okay. Uh, Spark. Five with a plus two. Wow, you guys, okay. Five with a plus two, and I guess that brings us to Crow. Don't worry guys, I got this. <laughs> Also, also a five. Also a five. What's your initial oh, modifier? Plus three. Plus three. Plus three. So you'll be before. Okay, let me go to my Don John here, and I have some rolling that I need to do. Now, I will let yes. you know while I do this rolling and while I do some accounting here, so we can keep the banter going. You are going to have. They don't have surprise rounds in DD 5e, but because of the choices that you have made leading to this moment, they have the surprised condition for the first round. So, do with that what you will. I am just telling you that flat out as they look at you and one of the advisors gasps. <gasps> okay. So, let me do some rolling. Talk it out, you guys. Leroy Jenkins? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Leroy Jenkins is the answer. Leroy and <laughs> Okay. Um, I mean, this, I think with Cars' like condition, both mentally and physically, I think he's kind of getting into like a, like, all right, like, I'm probably going to die. I'm just going to like go all in on this and just like, just dash straight into this. Sort like Mason Shield high and good luck, everyone. Like, he's pretty fucked on all states right now. So thinking about resources that we have, it's good to like kind of. This is a good time to review your items. Yes, yes, you have to review your hey, items. Hey, I brought you your scepter. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Is it combat yet, or is it just an yeah. encounter? Right. Um, my worry was that we would, after seeing her, that her words would be, "Where is Dab? What have you done to my son? What have you done with my son?" <laughs> but luckily, my um, boy. Man, so I also I have that little poison gas flask that I've been holding on to for like 800 sessions. <laughs> nice. I'm going to I'm going to heave it right at a little group of them is my thought. Nice. Um, but nice. of course they're, they're, they all might act before us. I'm not quite sure how the surprise condition. Surprised. Was, uh, I'll tell you right now. Surprised. 
Um, this is exactly what it says. Yeah, a band of adventurers sneaks up on a bandit camp, springing from the trees to attack them. A gelatinous cube slides down a dungeon passage, unnoticed by the adventurers, until the cube engulfs one of them. In these situations, one of the side, one side of the battle gains surprise over the other. The GM determines who might be surprised. If neither side tries to be stealthy, they automatically notice each other. Otherwise, the GM compares the dexterity, stealth check, blah, 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 blah. If you're surprised, you can't move or take an action on your first turn of the combat, and you can't take a reaction until that turn ends. A member of the group can be surprised even if other members aren't. I'm telling you that this whole enemy group is surprised. surprised. They go, So mechanically, since none of us are surprised, effectively, it's like we have a surprise round. You have a a surprise round. You have a free round. It doesn't affect their AC, like it might in Pathfinder or something, but it's just like, they don't act. You guys get a free round to communicate, position, prepare, buff, do what you need to do. It's a boss fight. Y'all could uh, offer me as a tribute. Oh, also, let me say, um, there were definitely scenarios here where you did not get surprised, and you chose wisely. Because we're so fucking good. We planned everything yeah. perfectly. As yep. we planned we knew it was going to happen perfectly. the whole time. <laughs> um, let's see here. I have to keep rolling. We've things solved your on. riddle, DM. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's go for it. Um, do we want to try negotiations? Do you want to like kind of like very casually approach it like, hey, sorry, took a wrong turn over, uh, you know, over on 7th and, uh, yeah, on yeah, a way here. Uh, it's an absolute waste of the surprised condition. <laughs> but, like, I don't know what we can do with the surprise condition from this far away. I know. I mean, hold on a second. Where, where's, my, where's that, me- that their measuring tool? Like, it's we're like, like 160. You could, like, dash feet. up and get there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah, can even move what or cost. do a ranged attack. Yeah. What is our goal here? What are we doing here? <laughs> Just want to go That's home. We're going to kill this. We're going to kill this woman. <clears throat> I guess so. Um, ben, what is this? What is that pink thing between the bickering uh, slot boy and uh, Serpentine Lady? Oh, that's a good question. I didn't mention that little guy yet. Um, It looks kind of familiar, actually. Looks a lot like a good old friend of ours, Oxel Bottle, but a little bit different. It's like a snake bot that's hanging out with the, uh, with the, the snake-looking lady. Interesting. Well, I... It's very small. Yeah. Okay. Cars has very limited options. Cars can either talk or run up and bonk. He has no ranged options. That's, okay. That's pretty much it. Um, I want this, uh... Let's have one of you roll me one of these 1d20 I need to roll here. Would like to roll a 1d20. Who wants vote, to roll me? I vote Michael. 1D20. Me? Go, go Michael. Okay. Yeah. This. These are important ones. I need two. Do I want to roll rolls. good or do I want to roll bad? Just roll a number and see what happens. Well, I want to. Uh, I want to choose a dice based on what. I am tired of rolling <laughs> d20s over here. I am. I've roll rolled a good like one, a Michael. Right. Roll a good one. Okay. Roll you don't. One. You don't want to roll a 12. That's what you do. I rolled a 10. Okay. Ten. Down okay. Well. Now who's gonna roll the second one? All right, I vote uh, uh, Zach. Go Zach. Roll that second to twenty. Twenty. Boom. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yup. Okay. Computing. Computing. We just gave the queen nineteen. What the fucker? 
so faced. I have to read now. I've read these things before, but I need to read it again. While Ben's reading, I gotta say, those eggs look quite delicious. And and Cars mm. has two uh. rations left, so he's very tempted <laughs> to bite one of those eggs. Yes, oh, take their powers. <laughs> I feel like in this situation, tabletop-wise again, it does seem kind of far-fetched to try to diplomacy our way out of this. Yeah, yeah. Think of the situation here. Yeah, right? it makes no, very I... little sense considering our interaction with the Bullywogs in the past, right. and we kind of know what this is to a degree already, so we kind of yeah. know that we're probably yeah, I mean, going to try any, to Lucas. Yeah, I mean, any attempt to use diplomacy is just giving up our yeah, exactly. advantage. Right. Okay. So okay, that makes sense. One to... final die roll 1d10. Yeah. Who's going to roll me 1d10? Go, Zach. All right, let go me go. Uh, here we go. It is going to be a three. Hmm. Okay. Round one of this combat. We begin with something you may not have expected. Surging from the water to your south is this like rumbling. You see there's like a whirlpool forming. And then it is Karzalek's turn. I'll ping where the little whirlpool is forming. Right over here. Right, did that work for you guys? No, it didn't. Hold on. There. Oh, over there. Okay. Over there. Whirlpool like forming in the deep area of the water, and then it's Karzalek's turn. Okay. Um, I'm gonna take the talk action or take the talk reaction and look at look to his, his companions and just what do we do? Like in a quick, hushed voice. Like what? what like what do we? Like whatever they, what the next we decide to do right now, he's gonna just commit okay. to it. You shout out, "What do we do?" And at the end of that shout, you hear from the queen this bellow. And the whole chamber shakes. Keep going. Okay. Uh, anyone have any ideas of, well, are, are we just charging in? I, I just say, bring smoke and fire to them and find our family and our friends. This is it. Wow. And that like, that those words definitely trigger something in, in the back of Cars' mind. And he's just like, all right, even if we die trying, uh, Ben, uh, Mm-hmm. I noticed Cars is kind of like straddling this line. Uh, is, is he on? Is he is he in line with Spark? Is that right? Uh, you're, you're you kind are. Of right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your token's fucked up. There okay. you go. All right, perfect. Um, Groovy. Then, being mindful of that whirlpool though, Cars is he's gonna be a tank and he's gonna he's gonna dash in. So 50 okay. movement. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay, and you like clamber on top of a lily pad. It sinks down about a foot into the water and your greaves punch a hole right through it. He'll keep on going, end of turn. Okay, next in the order, another whirlpool starts to form to the north. Right here, whirlpool forming. Okay, next up, still round one, the 
frogman wearing pink flowing robes looks over at your party, opens its mouth and goes, and it shows lamprey-like teeth inside. You immediately recognize it, not as a normal bullywug, but a slot. Okay, moving right along. It is Crow's turn. Alrighty. Um, so is this difficult terrain to move across or no, uh, okay. it is difficult terrain only when you leave the standing one feet of water. It's very manageable. You know, like you, you get your feet are in it and you you can run as normal pretty much. All right. I'm moving up. Um, and everyone is able to see the, the throne area, right? Like it's lit up. It's lit up. It's, it's yeah. glowing oh. bright. I'm trying to, Randy Johnson pitch a little fireball <laughs> right down at a lamprey eels gullet. Okay. Um, let's see. It's like 200 feet, so I'm sure it's uh, close yeah, enough. You're fine. You're 95 feet away. Alrighty. Ah, well, getting the bad ones out of the way first. That is only an 11. An 11 to hit against this mm-hmm. slod with a ranged attack. Um, Yeah, an 11 is not a hit against it. Zap. Got it. And that is, unfortunately, my turn. Okay. Next in the order is Spark. Surprise round. Can you make it into something good? Can you position yourself good? Get a spell off? Yeah, um, I think I see Crow striding ahead and like having noticed that Crow and I make similar uh, moves in combat, I stride ahead. Can I get shoulder and shoulder with her? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. No, not quite. I almost get uh, side to side with her and I put out my hand. I pull my shield out and put it up <clears throat> and... Um, have my sword out and I point at them at um, let's see there's two enemies within 120 feet of me right there are and what hold on here is this one so and you are robot thing yeah you are definitely within 120 feet of three different enemies the small robot the uh, snake person and the slot. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna go for the slot. Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, with my sword pointing up and one of my fingers pointing at it, I'm just gonna say, I know you're there! And, uh, send a, uh, like, chill touch. Or no, is it a chill touch? Yes, chill touch. Uh, So I'll roll a spell attack. Ooh, okay. Spell attack. Um, That's a 19 plus 6 to hit. That'll do it. That'll do it. Roll that damage. Um, Ooh, that's an 8. And ooh, I rolled double 8s. Nice start. Um, Double 8s. So that's 16 points of uh, necrotic damage. 
curious. And okay. if it's an undead creature, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against me. So this, uh, this that. like kind of sparking spectral hand shoots out through the darkness and then just like grabs around the slot's throat and oh, just is glowing there. Oh, yeah. Got it. Very cool. Um... Okay. Next in the order, if that's the end of your turn. That is the end of my turn. Next yeah. up, Bart. Okay, uh, uh, where are the world portals on here again? I can't really see. You see the, so, I mean, they started over here. They're kind of uh, in the dark area. Oh, it's so like the, the blue circle. There. Blue and circle the and pink circle. It's hard to tell if that's like part of the arc or not. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's it's, it's just made visible to you. It's so, uh, world pools are. color matching. It is, it is, isn't it? Yeah. All right, Uh, Bart will move there, pop up a little bit, heading following his companions, and will uh, toss out Absu. And uh, we'll summon the Snake Man back again. Snake Man, big snake boy, big snakey lad. Boom. And he is a two by two. There you go. He is. Uh, he's actually three by three. He's huge, mm. technically. Good thing that snake scales so easily. <laughs> oh, not that scaling snake joke again. <laughs> Get out okay. of here. Okay. So fire. throw him out. Uh, yep, and uh, I don't really have anything. Does anybody, does anybody want an extra five feet of movement, or are we chilling here? I can push somebody with a bonus action. Push cars. He's always slower yeah. than everyone. Yeah. I'll give I'll give cars a little encouraging uh, slap on the butt. We move forward. Cars cars takes that uh, friendly slap on the butt. Go go okay. cars get in there get in there bud. Go get him. Okay, end of turn. Yep. Okay, keeping it rolling. It is now. Let's see what happens. Um. Thing. Okay, so then the queen bellows loudly, and you see her like start to rotate her bulk around, and she's very immobile. Uh, and she moves just ever so slightly within her square. And the Yuan, the whirlpool to the south, stops surging as a form emerges from the depths. It has a long protruding tendril coming off of its forehead and wide sort of fanned protruding things from its the sides of its head, tendrils coming down from its mouth and the jaws of a shark. It stands on two legs, swimming in a sort of water polo formation, and reaches out a bony claw in your direction. Does anyone want to make some sort of role to identify this creature? Absolutely. It's okay. Let's do. Uh, tell me what kind of skill set you're drawing on to identify it, or experience you would draw on to identify it. Let's start with Crow. My best guess is that it's some kind of, you know, magically mutated, you know, fishy thing. 
Okay. Shark thing. So I think Arcana. Man, Arcana. Roll that Arcana check. Let's see if you get it. Uh, 21. 21 definitely gets it. So you've heard of these creatures in Legends from the Elves. These are the Sahuagin, or the Sahuagin, depending on who you ask. <laughs> and they are known mutant creatures. In fact, they are known to enjoy their mutation and promote it. They want to be like the shark, but their nature is not that without their own intervention. This comes back to you, and you remember these people making themselves more snake-like? Are people making themselves more frog-like? What's happening here? The cat man comes to mind? Mm. This creature, you know one important thing about it. It has limited amphibiousness, so it's, you know, not as good out of the water as it is in the water. Unfortunately, this room's filled with water. It also has a pretty fearsome bite um, and probably strong-looking creature, as well as it... You know about sharks. They're bloodthirsty creatures. This thing probably hurts things that are injured more than other things. It goes after the bloodied ones. That's what you know. Nothing super useful. Uh, no weaknesses or anything. So I'll um, just say... Yeah, weaknesses. You know, if you want to toss weaknesses. out a little more here. I'm <laughs> uh, looking at weaknesses. Yep, that is the information that I can give okay. you. Because I will tell you this. It does not have any. Oof. It is immortal. It's yeah. immortal. It doesn't have any listed weaknesses. Yeah, it's not like vulnerable to anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crow would just say, Sagin, it has a taste for blood. Here Try and go. keep her distance. Okay, next in the order. Car, uh, sorry, hold on. It surges out of the water, my bad. And it's gonna do stuff now. Um, mm. Movement speed, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. It swims over to no. you. <laughs> One, like, Cars, I said two, keep your distance, come on. Three. Don't just stand oh. there while it's taking a turn. <laughs> Run away. And then it gets to the land, and then it's out of movement. Yes. And it stands up on two, like, clawed feet and hefts a war hammer in its hands. Shunk! Squares up with Karzalek, with its anglerfish light hanging <clears throat> off it. Crow, you remember seeing an anglerfish-like creature on the boat of the Rust-Eyed Rider. Oh, yeah. Um, but does this Warhammer look magical? Like, Cars should take it off his body and... Um, with a cursory glance, it, it seems like there's a lot of magic flying around the room. Hard to tell. Yeah, okay. Um, next up, it is Karselek's turn. This thing squares up with you. What do you do? Alright, Karselek is on their, on their, no, on their noble charge fourth. Kars refuses to be stopped by anything, so let's just bulldoze these things. He's gonna, he's gonna run straight at this thing and start swinging. <laughs> keep your distance. Charge right in. Nope. Yep. Keep it. Oh, oh, shit. He has disadvantage because he's cursed. All right. So, got that set. Here we go. Uh, first attack. Uh, 18. Does an 18 hit? 18 hits. 
All right, that's oof. That's only seven bludgeoning. Okay, hold on here. Seven bludgeoning damage. Yep. All righty, I got it. Cool. And then second. Smack. Oof. Keep smacking. Uh, does a fifteen hit? Does a fifteen hit? Yes, it does. A little better. Eleven bludgeoning. Eleven bludgeoning damage. Bonk and a follow through. Bonk. This thing looks like you're drawing some blood from it, and it looks at you with its row upon row of teeth and smiles. Perfect. Uh, cars will apply unwavering mark upon it. Okay. And feeling the rush of combat invigorating him, he will use his one charge of second wind as a bonus action to restore nine hit points and end his Very turn. Nice. Very nice. As you end your turn... The queen vibrates her body. And the water in the room vibrates in a geometric pattern. And everyone who is currently standing in water must make me a dexterity saving throw. That'll be all of you. Good lord. Good old lair actions. Yeah. Uh, that's the snake too, you said? Yeah. I mean, it won't really affect the snake probably, but... Oh, is it gonna trip him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, a, a 12 ten. from Karzalek, a 10 from Bart. Yup. I rolled a nat 1. Nat 1 for a total of probably not a lot. 3. 3 and... Roll is traveling through the ether towards 25. Us. 25. You stabilize yourself, and you are the only one who does not fall prone. Oh, shit. Come on, guys. Get up. The snake falls <laughs> prone. <laughs> the snake falls prone, and then it's like, wait, I'm the snake. I'm always prone. <laughs> I high five the snake. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Next up, after Karzalek here. The other whirlpool churns and churns, and out from it emerges another Sahuagin. It is going to... Uh, one, and a two, and a three, and a four, and a five, and... Uh, this is where it can get to. It's on the land now. And it goes clomp clomp with its two clawed feet and stands on the causeway, blocking your way towards. Why are they fighting for this frog queen? So, next in the order, unless I am forgetting something that they can do, should I look at their character sheet? Yeah, no, I already looked at it. It's all melee. Look at that. Okay. So, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dash in there. They're standing guard here. So, next up, this is gonna be fun. I haven't played one of these in a minute. The slod opens its mouth, goes down on its haunches, and leaps. One, two, three, four. Womp. 20 feet. And then continues. One, two, three, four, five, six feet. Now it is going to dash. 
One, two, three, four, and stand menacingly over Karzalek, opening its teeth in a giant wide grin. Oh boy. And his turn there. Next in the order is um, Crow. Real what? quick, Ben. I did forget what? to roll initiative for the stake when I summoned it. Oh, I'm fine roll, if you roll just for want. It. I rolled a 19, which would have been like right at the same time as Karzalek. I'm fine if you just want to like put it somewhere. I don't care. Put it somewhere. So, so you roll. Uh, I'll put it. I'll put it somewhere. But, but taking into account your roll, um, yeah. Okay. We forgot to have that in the yeah. equation there. Okay. So, um, okay. Um, so, yeah, the snake would have gone here. So let's That's correct fine. that. So, um, if you wanted to move a little bit to the south, because this guy wouldn't have appeared yet, probably. Okay. It moves. So he moves so towards the like, other like side. This probably would yeah, be yeah. here or something. Okay. So, so what happens is it surges towards Karzalek and the yeah. Salvagine. Yeah, got it. Okay. Now, it is Crow's turn. Okay, um, I have an item in my inventory. The glass flask that I took from the trap in Plep's tomb. Oh, boy, here it's we go. It's slowly poisoning. I don't really know, like, how far can I ex- expect to throw something like that. Their own weapon range is what we need. So I don't really know. Um, Let's look it up. 20 yeah. feet. An improvised thrown weapon is a normal range of 20 feet, and a long range of 60 feet. Okay. So disadvantage with the 60 foot? Disadvantage with the 60 foot. Okay. Yep. Alrighty. We can actually use the ruler on this map, can't we? You can. It's on the grid. We're back on the grid, baby. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to actually move up to assist my comrade in arms, Karzlek. I don't think I can get to flanking because 30 feet puts me here, which is not really opposite. Uh, it's oppo- opposite enough. You don't need to be fully okay. opposite, just I'm, on I different I'm, sides. That's I'm what I'm saying. I'm always in third, third edition. Like, yeah, I yeah, know. I'm, I'm very lenient with the right. optional rule that has the very like two sentences in the game. You know, so go for okay. it. You're so I will, I will attack with my rapier using uh, booming blade. Okay. So attacking with advantage. Yep. So it's <laughs> a dirty 20, unfortunately. A dirty 20 yeah, is it's still a 20. Labeled, labeled green flame blade, but it's actually booming blade. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. And the damage is. Is a hit? Alrighty, so it'll be one. That, 1d8 plus mathematics. Math, 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 math. It will be 11 piercing damage with a magical blade. 11 piercing damage. And five thunder damage, and it's encased five in lunatic energy. Thunder damage. If it moves before my next turn, it takes some more damage. Okay, it takes all that damage. How's it looking at this point? Ah, uh, not great. You stabbed it right through the back of its body, and it looks at you like, "Hey, you stabbed me through my body. Don't do that." I disagree. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> okay. next, next time, I have a chance. But that's my whole turn. Okay, at the end of your turn, 
the queen is going to reach out lazily with one of her long tongue things like she do. And one of her long tongue things. She reaches out with her long tongue like she do and just uh, engulfs one of these eggs. Eats it. Um, let me roll here. Okay. Breeding. Okay. Interesting. That was her lair. Action. Next in the order is Spark. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I'm looking at these Sohuagen. Um, are they armored? Uh, they just look naturally plated. Okay, so it's natural armor. Okay. Um. Hmm. So I see my friends surrounding the slod and the other swagen on one side, and I see one approaching me and Bart. I think I'm going to turn to that one and uh, holding my sword just like I did before. Um, I'm. Um, they don't seem undead. They seem like just normal, alive Sahuagin no, creatures. No, they're right? very alive-looking uh, aquatic beings. Um, I am... Uh, I'm in water, right? And there's these lily pads Everyone's I can... standing in water. Yeah. I can jump up so, on. So, um, also, I don't... Yeah, you're prone, too. Oh, so right, yeah. You're prone. Um, so I'm going to use half my movement to get up. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to point at the one and, uh, just like I did before, say, uh, I know you're there! And, uh, <laughs> give it a chill touch. Okay. Same um, one as before. Yeah, that's a uh, friggin' 14 to hit. 14 to hit on the, the Sawagan? Yeah. That's a hit. Alright. Exact um, AC. Nice. Um, that's a six and a two, so eight points of, um, uh, necrotic damage. It's not looking good. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to step five, ten, and just get up on this lily pad right here. Okay. And be like, uh, Bart, you might want to watch out! (laughs) And uh, that's my turn. Okay. At the end of your turn, let's see, can she do anything? No, she's out. Okay, so next in the order is Bart. Okay. Big moment. Thinking here. Okay, I mean, Bart is prone, right? Bart is prone. Bart is prone. 
mean, uh, God, it's so messy to do that. So I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm, hey, uh, so hey. Bart is going to cast conjure animals from the ground. Is what's happening. And okay. Flavor-wise, I think what makes the most sense is for Bart to look to Abzu and and like call on him to call his like to call on to the, the dragon spirit that was to like lend aid, right? And to it sure. be kind of like a channeled spell through this snake thing. So I would probably be calling to more snake mabobs. More snake mabobs. Pick a CR tier here for me. Okay. Uh, probably. One? No, no. I mean, there's not really a fucking thing in one. I would say one fourth, I guess, but. One fourth, so then that's eight of them. Eight, one quarter. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. So, you call (laughs) to the snaky spirits. Yeah, and. Aid your offspring before it splatters into guts on the ground. <laughs> I'm going to crash the economy, Zach, you're right. You're going to crash the economy of this <laughs> game. This is 2008 right all over again. There's <laughs> such a high demand. You had to supply. So the thing about snake encounters... <laughs> <laughs> giant poisonous snake is challenge rating one quarter. Oh, yes, there's giant poisonous snake and there's constrictors, so I don't know yeah. how to do that. Demon's We're choice. doing... Giant poisonous snakes. They're giant, they're poisonous, they're snakes. Yep. Everything in the room is immune to poison. So, <laughs> so this is a great moment. Probably. So, underneath your feet is this causeway. And you, as you call forth these spirits, you look down and the causeway itself seems to have a design of a snake that runs the length of it subtly carved into its face. As you do that, for a moment, you see the formations writhe and these snakes come to life and come out of the causeway itself. Let's get them off here. Look at these big snakeums. Cute. Name them all. Big poison noodles. <laughs> Delicious Under poison noodles. Squares. Okay. And you got a lot of snakes there, Che. One just ate Spark. I'll go ahead and roll <laughs> really? for him really quick. Yeah. Spark. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> roll, roll initiative for the group. That's a lot of upsus. They have so much dex. Crazy. 18 for them, snakes. One is still medium sized too, just in case you didn't see. Thank it. you. I will fix. He's the runt of the litter. It's okay. That's actually one too many too. That's why he's small. That's why he's small. He's not included. He <laughs> halfway, yeah, halfway emerges into the world and gets sucked back. <laughs> <in there. laughs> Mom says no, Timmy can't play with us yet. yet. <laughs> All right, so we have colors for the snakes. There's blue snake, red snake, etc., etc., and there's also strawberry. Kiwi snake at the end there. Oh, that's cute. Strawberry oh kiwi that's snake. Cool. All right. You summon these motherfuckers. Now what? Okay. Um. 
I mean, I think it makes the most sense for me to... Oh, sorry, what was their initiative? Oh, 18. So they should go just like right after the other snakes. Yeah. Other snake, snake. Absolutely. Enter, enter this here. Yep, yep, gotcha. Absaroni. Snakes, plural. Go to snake and snakes, plural. In my snakes and snakes, plural. I feel like okay. I should just do this. I feel like I'm like trying to think about this a little bit too much, so I'm just going to do this. So I will then bonus action. Let's summon the totem. Summon that totem. Which totem? Uh, we're going bear totem. Okay. Bear okay. totem. Okay. Boom. How big bear totem? Uh, bear? I mean, it's five foot within. I want it to reach 30 foot radius so it hits all of us. So I can put a 30 foot radius yep, on right it there. here. Uh, I guess I won't okay. hit me. <laughs> I won't hit you. So I just. Everybody, everybody except for me that's an ally gets 10 okay, so HP. Is it more important for you to have them or like the for a strawberry kiwi to have it? Like, can you move it closer five feet? More important for strawberry kiwi to have it. Okay. <laughs> strawberry kiwi. Strawberry okay, kiwi so is wait. beautiful. So, beautiful wait, so everybody clear on that? You, you'll get 10 temporary HP? Yes, yes, every every ally gets 10 temporary HP shield. I'm actually typing in the chat because I always forget this. Yeah, yeah. 10 temp HP to everybody. All these okay. snakes get bubble. Snake bubble. Snake bubble. And then Bart is going to, uh, like, crawl over to the snake and, like, kind of hide behind it. <laughs> and that is Bart's turn. Okay. <laughs> snake. Man, this is something, you guys. Okay. That was such an epic-looking turn. That Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, you summoned from a causeway of a snake a bunch of snakes. And you use your staff. It's, it's great. So, gotcha. Next up, this snaky lady looks at you, and she shouts Yo. in your direction. Maybe she likes heretic. <laughs> oh, nah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> she points in your direction uh, as she runs. And she says, dismember them. Uh, running one, two, three, four, five, six. And then she is going to get into a combat stance. All right. Uh, and stuff. Yep. And then her little bot here is going to go zoom over and try to needle one of your snakes. Not um, strawberry kiwi. Strawberry yeah, kiwi is about to get needled. All right. Uh, is a 15 to hit a hit against your poisonous Yeah, it is. Here? Okay. And it is going to deal uh, seven points. I'm oh, sorry. Four points of uh, of piercing, three points of poison. Damn. Okay. That gets absorbed into the shield. Cool. Snake shield. Okay, so seven into the shield, marking that down here. I have, I'm doing it for all of them here. So, cool, done. Next in the order, it is the queen's turn. She turns fully around now and looks dissatisfied at all of you. She 
smacks her lips a couple of times. And she says this. I don't normally speak to mortals like you. But I'm guessing that you're the ones that we dropped down there, right? Well, I've had about enough of you meddling. And she like goes, and she regurgitates an egg, like, pops it back in her mouth really grossly. Excuse me. Had enough meddling in my queendom here. I am going to deal with you now. And she readies a jump, leaping through the air momentarily. We see this in slow motion as her body just careens farther and farther and farther. You don't know where she's going to land. And we'll see you next time. It's <laughs> a real great freeze frame. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-air freeze. We're gonna do good. Yeah, our best.